0: this is the five on five podcast presented by nukes hot sauce and directmusicservice.com nice coming to you live from chicago i am phenom to my right down the street from my home in portland oregon is jupiter williams to my bottom right coming to you live from the burning man desert it's quartz lopez and our guest today coming to you all the way live from Los Angeles, make some noise for San Francisco. God. San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco you man. Were
1: close. Hold
2: on,
3: let me let me make.
0: It, yeah, me, me,
2: it, it was me. the background that messed him up. It was the up. background. It was the
3: Which background. Yeah, hold on. let's go back. Sorry, buddy. coming at you from
1: <laughs> Los from... Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yeah, fuck! Damn it!
0: Oh, oh man, that's hey. it. We'll see you guys later. Have all, you all right, good. guys. It been a pleasure.
3: You guys <laughs>
2: remember Rice and
0: Oh, too, too, San Francisco,
3: Francisco yeah. Tree.
2: Oh man,
3: that Cerrone There's used to be the jam
2: cheese, back in the day.
3: Treats. It could still be good if you ate it. If you eat it, you know? I
2: mean, <laughs> we might.
0: It's a good run. It had a good run.
3: <laughs> hamburger Helper too, you know. Hamburger Helper coming. was a Mr. Clean. Did hamburger
4: re- Helper have a jingle.
3: Hamburger hmm. Helper. No, I. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I almost bought it. I almost bought that one. We could make it. We could make it. Yeah, we'll
0: have to work on it. <laughs> We got our best jingle guy here coming yep. to you live from San Francisco. His gosh, father, <laughs> make some noise! <laughs> yeah, boom, oh. make
3: any yeah. noise! Make any
1: noise. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Baby's crying, <sighs> you know. nails on chalkboard. Make that noise, okay, no, don't. Victor. How are we, sir? I'm good, man. It's, it's hot and cold at the same time in this godforsaken city. Yes. Um, uh. Yeah, I had I had a I had a whole thing. Um, I was trying to go and uh, purchase a um, well, well, we were going to go purchase like a a, a table for uh, my girlfriend. We we're trying to set up a little office here, a little work from home setup, and we found it on Facebook Marketplace. And we stopped by on the way here, and then like out of a fucking uh, nightmare, they're like, "Oh yeah, come on over here. Yeah, the, the table's just up here." And we go over there. It's a nice, like, British student bloke. Hello. Yeah, cheers, mate. No problem. Come up, dude. It's like mm-hmm. fucking... Dude, it's like 40 fights It's like the longest Disney fucking princess staircase (laughs) you've ever fucking... I look up and I go, no fucking way. And then on the way down, there's a dog like attacking us, like a large boy. Going, Oh, don't worry, he's friendly. But don't be friendly in the middle of the staircase, right? (laughs) Because that's how a fatality happens. And then we go in there, and I've already lost like four pounds walking up the thing from sheer cardiovascular uh, exertion. (laughs) And then I get in there, and then I'm like, oh, I might. And then it's too big. So now I'm there with a mask on. I haven't seen humans first. I don't even know how to do like like chill like interactions. And now this is about to be like a not chill interaction at all. So I'm like,
1: it's too big.
3: And he kind of was like, You fucking with us? He can't tell we're fucking with us. We're wearing masks. He can't read sarcasm. And I'm like, Tempted. Should I take my mask off? No, because we're all going to die. And then I'm like, OK, yeah. So, OK, it's too big. Well, thanks. And then. <laughs> back down the fucking walk of shame dude oh no <laughs> so they at uh, they tricked me into burning carbs like,
2: oh <laughs> that's oh, why i was yeah. like that's why
3: i was like no fuck yeah, that and you i had to get stop like kfc by. little
0: promo little promo
3: there yeah, it's uh, yeah we're sponsored yeah, by kfc <laughs> <laughs> all yeah.
0: of us are now all of us are, dude, are so shout happy. out to the colonel yeah, yeah, shout out to the Colonel. We Thank are so you, happy man. to have you here, my dude. Um, I haven't seen you since ages, yes. ages and ages. Um, ages. I haven't seen you since we DJed together and both were drinking, burning it down in Los Angeles. So, yes. shout out to <laughs> that. Um, that's the one that doesn't have the bridge. That's the difference. That's the one that doesn't have the bridge. No bridge <laughs> there. What we do every week, we compare two artists head to head, their top five songs as viewed, oh, cool. most popular on Spotify. Um, Oh wow. This this week is my pick. Um, right. so we are going to go five rounds tonight of Lizzo versus Fergie.
1: Oh my
0: f- <laughs> dude, I I like the fact <laughs> that I had no fucking idea that that's what this is gonna be. let's fucking <laughs> No, I this is gonna be good, dude. I
1: like that a lot.
3: Let's
0: do this it. This is gonna be a thing. Uh Travis, Nick, how are we feeling about these? I see everybody's reaching for their phones
4: already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh you know what? <sighs> Nokia <laughs> I don't know man I, I feel like
2: listen I if there's any kids incorporated songs on there I'm for it that's,
4: okay. a,
2: that's a that's a deep bag that's a deep bag okay right there so, let's start
0: off let's start off with round one truth hurts from Lizzo Ooh. or Fergie big girls don't cry and we're starting off with goshfather what, what am I supposed to comment on the viscosity of each
3: fucking track? The the, the amount of like uh fucking European people uh fucking uh BO that I had to spell back in the club days when they were dancing to uh Truth Hurts. Um I god, that song got big before I like it was big in clubs before I knew it was a, a big. Like I didn't know what it was.
1: You know, right. what, I mean? you know what I'm saying? Right.
3: So yeah. people all started singing it and, and you know it has this kind of like creepy uh piano kind of thing going on like fucking horror movie like it kind of thing uh-huh. and then people just start screaming so i thought that was like kind of you know that was the the fucking theme that they were going for <laughs> <laughs> right it's a turn so yeah I, yeah i thought, it, I thought it was i thought it was a
0: meme song but that put her on the fucking map so
1: basically
0: if you could only keep one, which one of those two songs are you keeping? Just keep that one because you know it's tangible. Dude. The kids like okay. it. Okay. Travis.
2: I mean, it took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> God, I remember playing Truth Hurts and it just going off with yeah. all the girls in the club. It didn't matter who. Screaming. Every girl. Screaming. All the city girls, suburban yeah. girls, ratchet girls.
0: That's your pick, Truth um, Hurts? Truth Amish
2: hurts, girls. man. Amish girls. I've seen the Amish girls go off to Truth hurts. Oh,
0: that's that's all they The Amish turn up. People. The Amish yeah. turn, up. The Amish they turn up. up. They do they turn
2: up. up. They, well, they Rumspringa. they got to go out and have fun at some at some point.
0: Rum Springer. People. Let's forget, go. Rum Springer, dude. Yeah. All right, Trav. You're going, Lizzo. neek This should be good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> also. <laughs> also going Lizzo. Um, uh, it's funny that. This was referred to as a, a meme song because Fergie is a meme to me. Yeah. Like just her entire existence. Life, Every time yeah. I think of Fergie, I think about her performance where she was doing like the front handsprings while singing mm. or, or like the national anthem that she fucking ruined.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Why like, did that have to happen? I forgot I about that. I forgot I about that. <laughs> I saw god. that
4: live. I was watching the NBA All-Stars like no uh, yeah. fucking yeah. way. <laughs>
2: and then they were all mad at Draymond for laughing.
4: Everybody was laughing.
1: <laughs>
4: if you watch the lineup, everybody's like it was so like funny. trying so hard not to laugh. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so Lizzo gets this round. I'm not sweet. very confident that I'm gonna know much more music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Round two. Lizzo, Juice, or Fergie, Fergalicious? Oh, starting with Travis. Jesus. Okay. Uh...
2: <laughs> yeah, Fergalicious. Let's go Fergalicious.
0: <laughs> Meek.
4: Fergalicious is the worst. It <laughs> is.
1: <laughs> just, like, it bad. is. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what? what? Why is Fergie so comically bad? (laughs) Like, I'm not gonna go with Fergie at all. I don't even know the Lizzo song off top, to be honest with you. Like, I can't even think of what it is, but I hate Fergalicious so much.
2: No, the Lizzo song is a better song.
4: To taste, to taste. (laughs) Ooh!
0: (laughs) You might have just broke up. Genius vote. Yeah, incredible,
3: incredible. I was gonna say, Liza. Now I love Virgo, Thanks a lot for reminding me. See, what was that? One minute, twenty-six seconds in. Of course, yes.
4: Yeah, (laughs) my
3: favorite moment, dude. There's like,
4: there's a key change.
3: Yeah, I was conceived to that song. What are you talking about? Oh my God!
4: What are you? Saying, dude, now I remember the
3: moment of when I, I, that I became a zygote, <laughs> when I exited the fucking fallopian tubes. at taste dude. That was. Thank you for reminding me, dude.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Juice wasn't even made when I was born, dude. <laughs>
2: oh oh my man. <clears throat> hey, Fer- Fergalicious takes that, man.
4: Ferg <laughs> I should have never sang
0: Fergie. Oh, man. Round three, gentlemen. Lizzo, good as hell, or Fergie, glamorous. Let's start with Josh Father. Okay, glamorous, dude. I remember, oh, man, this was around
3: the time when I first started like club promoting in Hollywood and shit and that song was coming on. And again, it sounded like a meme song. It sounds like a song that they would play now when you're in line at a Taco Bell like like Pizza Hut like hybrid store. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it sounds like a like a high produced well produced trash thing. And that was kind of at that time, right? When, like when, like Gwen Stefani, people were like, "My God, what yes. an artist! Oh yeah. my God, incredible! Gwen Stefani, how did she? How did she do it, dude? How, how did Gwen Stefani do all how these things? How did she do it? And people were sitting there, like rubbing their chins, and incredible. No, we were all smoking something that was not.'" Meant to be lit on fire and inhaled (laughs) by a person with a, you know, nervous system.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever
3: whatever was happening, we were listening to that shit and I don't know, huffing paint. collectively there's no way that huge. that was good yeah it was it
1: was dude it's fucking huge.
3: it was it was like people you couldn't <laughs> escape it dude every single fucking underground tupperware fucking mary Kay, fucking party fucking pyramid scheme was playing glamorous yes. as their fucking entrance song you know <laughs> <laughs> that's what you walk into Executing your vote.
0: I guess. Oh, my. Uh, oh, good lord. This is going to be a night.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: I'm crying. Travis. Uh, Travis. Oh, my
2: gosh. You want me to follow that? Travis. <laughs> you want me to follow that? I'm not going to follow
4: it just get
2: it let's go. let's go I can't follow that
4: <laughs> what's the Lizzo song?
1: <laughs> yes dude yes uh, dude oh dude <laughs> oh, I don't want to go with Fergie You gotta go with Fergie You gotta what's go crazy, with Fergie uh,
4: What's crazy about these Fergie songs Is they're all fucking gigantic they're, Like they're, they're huge song. Huge they're, they're huge smashes Like wow. These are gigantic pop hits I fucking hate him so much. She's the Bob Dylan of our generation. Oh my. Oh my.
3: It hasn't been said anywhere else, but it's been said here. It's been sad. But it's been said. Our
2: podcast gets it. <laughs> yeah. Our exactly.
3: podcast gets
1: this one.
4: I, like, <laughs> I love pop music, I love the idea of it. But sometimes it just like the, the shit that hits is so bad. And yeah. she had so many of them on her own. She yeah, single-handedly like, ruined the Black Eyed Peas, but made them huge. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> she did make. She was huge. like Yoko Ono with a microphone. You know what I mean? And like yeah,
4: except she made, except like she, yeah. she's making hits. So... Yeah. yeah, and I yeah. hate all of them, but they're hits. She she, she gets my vote. There's a lot of <laughs> spelling,
3: a lot of spelling songs. A lot of spelling, yeah. a lot of spelling, dude. She's so like Count Gwen
4: that's coincidence. I mean, yes, yes that's did. what I'm saying. That's why I put they them just, in this They just spell word. It's too easy. It's too palatable. It yeah. becomes, and that's why they're hit. You that's spell a hits. word. Yeah, yeah. Or you make up a word like Fergalicious,
3: and then you spell it.
4: Fuck. And me. then you spell it, and you got hit. she
3: spell glamorous? Yeah, that's the whole hook. Yeah. That's the whole song. Glamourous.
4: That's the first verse. That's the bridge. <laughs> no.
3: Oh no, it's so bad. Fuck. Wow, that was embarrassing. Fuck. I like yeah. how.
0: I like how Neek convinced Goshfather last round, and this round it was flipped.
4: Yeah. Goshfather
0: yeah. convinced Neek. Are we going for Yeah, or we're we going, going glamour- for
4: delicious. Glamorous? I. am going glamorous, glamorous, and I hate because I hate it so much. But I don't feel any emotion towards that Lizzo song. You don't even know the song. I don't even know it. That's important. <laughs> that's that's real. That's
3: stoicism right there, dude. He's going in and just like, I feel nothing. Off I feel nothing
4: it. for that song.
3: Oh, <laughs> I four. I hope Lizzo's Hive comes for us.
0: <laughs> I want this. I want all this smoke.
4: Oh, Round man. four.
3: Lizzo's
0: Hive. Lizzo Tempo with Missy Elliott. Oh shit. Versus Fergie, L.A. Love with YG. Oh. okay Okay.
2: oh man actually jupiter these songs are kind of banger stuff i don't
3: know i kind of like
2: these songs okay (laughs) um dang As someone that
0: enjoys both songs travis right but
2: i kind of think the the fergie song was kind of pandering i gotta go with uh tempo okay yeah neek
4: I had to remember what L.A. Love was.
2: It's kind of pandering, right?
4: I hate it because YG's in it. Is that why it's a pander? Or yeah, is it like, it's in a
2: sample, right?
4: Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, yeah it's, it's, what,
2: what, what year did it come out to?
4: Let me see. Because this is like, you're right. It's kind of a pander. Like, it's 2017. See? Like, it's kind of like, I, I hate a i hate a, like a, a time relevant pop song because it's all like it's clearly a cash grab and it's not like no i mean
2: but this was this was a this was a cash grab for 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 the hip hop community though this yeah. was a cash grab to to get her to get a street cred
4: yeah that's corny i'm going yeah. with lizzo and missy yeah i i just I just listened to one
3: second of the Lizzo song and then I realized I shouldn't do that for purposes of uh, D- DMCA copyright. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Li- you can listen. But
4: listen, oh, I no, a- but he doesn't want to contribute to her success.
3: Oh. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I... don't want her to get even a fraction of... I don't want her to get a half of a Spotify stream by accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How dare... You? No, I heard a ripping guitar solo, so keep the Lizzo. That's good. Okay. okay. <laughs> something, something. It wasn't yes. her fucking... It wasn't her fucking spelling something, okay? it's, it's we're, we're evolving... You know, it's we a song.
4: Are. It's a song. She, it, I, whether or not I like it, doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. It's just, are you trying to make music for the sake of making good music? I'm in on that. That Fergie song is just like, let's get paid real quick and like make something yeah. that people like for the time and we yes. will never listen Absolutely. to again. Yeah.
3: And dude, and dude, you know what? YG was not in the fucking studio with her when that
4: fucking no. like, made that. Fuck trip. no, they never no. met. They God. never met. I bet they, they never met today.
3: Can you imagine? Can you imagine that?
4: Oh, Fergie,
3: YG's here. He's here with some fucking crumpets. What are you... That, that's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, come on down. YG. YG's in the foyer, Fergie. Come on down. He's waiting for you.
1: Yeah,
4: not a fucking Fuck
1: chance.
3: Yeah, YG's having fucking uh, cucumber sandwiches with the fucking crusts cut off. Fergie,
1: Fergie, come in. That's
3: not how that happened, dude. Oh, you want a diet Sprite, YG, Fergie's
1: That is
4: that is some fucking industry shit. It's bullshit, dude. It's bullshit. I mean, they're probably both on the same major. They're exactly. like, oh, we need a rapper who's popular. Exactly. YG. Exactly. We're trying yeah. to bring Fergie back. <laughs>
3: Had a, she had a nasty spill with that national anthem we gotta do something yeah I mean. we gotta
4: bring her back she did the front <laughs> flips and now the national anthem she needs a hit did she yeah. pee on herself
2: on the stage too
4: she peed her pants she peed that's, her fucking pants on that's stage gangster. that's gangster though. that's the show must go
2: on then she spelled out her name
3: with her with, in urine with
2: yes yes she spelled out her name
3: yeah she, yes and so well, man front flip In the and pee with was, her
2: foot into the urine. <laughs> and she all the
3: while screaming you're welcome society on the, like, she was screaming that all of these happened on the
4: same day <laughs> she, she, she beat herself while doing front flips and singing the national anthem to, yeah
0: Is you're anyone already here. changing their vote based upon that
4: <laughs> no no, no. Actually, no we
2: gave we gave her a lot of wins though <laughs> already
4: I almost changed all of my votes to her because I couldn't do any of those
1: things. (laughs)
4: You know what? If she's got nothing else, she's got moxie. A lot of gall.
0: Gentlemen, it is tied up right now
1: as we go on to the last
0: and final round of a treacherous five-round battle. I will end this matchup with Lizzo Boys versus Fergie London Bridge. We're starting God. with our guest, Goshfather.
3: Okay. Um, fuck. I just I just remembered something, uh, a little bit of a tangent. Which was the song that did? He's got me spending. Fergalicious. Okay. Uh-huh. So really quick, really quick before answer this question, f- f- Young that Phenom. Is. I know you're an encyclopedia of this kind of shit because I've seen you pull off some of the fucking craziest fucking mashups of all time. You do the deep cuts. Yeah. Who are they referencing? Because I'm from San Francisco. I grew up in San Francisco and Mac Dre has a song that goes, he's got me then. then. So is that and usually Mac Dre his references are like old like Parliament Funkadelic shit. I would go oh, Rick James. Oh, yeah. Rick James is. Man, dan, dan. Is that what that is?
4: Yeah. I, What's up? Oh shit. That is kind of an alliteration. Oh, you, guys wow. you guys know what I'm
3: saying? You guys know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah,
3: I hear
4: you. I hear you. Is that something like Atomic atomic Dog or something? We we got to hit up luxury for this one. That's actually
0: I think it's Rick James off of when I came home last night, would it make love to me? You went high. Oh, yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's like, that's like, it sounds like Egyptian lover to me now. Hmm. Uh, I I need a freak. Dun, we'll put it. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, yeah, dun. yeah. Yeah. And then Mac trade did it too in a song.
1: Uh,
4: mm. uh, Damn. I wonder who's the original of that little yeah. melody. Uh, let's see. Well, that's gonna end up in a very long number crunch after yes, this yes, show. Yes. Yes. yes.
2: <laughs> mm. Well, it's not any oh, of those. Tower.
3: Tower of no. Well, actually, well now moving on to London Bridge. Sampled Tower of Powers down to the nightclub.
1: Mm.
3: Let me check that mm, out. Yeah, I just typed in <clears throat> 116 Tower of Power. Some shit. Mm. One minute 16 in Tower of Power. Let's see. Where are you?
4: Oh, it's like the horns.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, London Bridge is a fa- dude. Was, was that produced by Pharrell? No, it was not. Some something crazy. Probably Will. I am Will. Yeah. I think it was Will. it was Will. If I
4: had to throw a guess guess out there, it's pretty
3: it's pretty banger because it reminds. It's like the the McDonald's like safe version of Oh, baby, you want
1: me? Mm-hmm. Remember, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's,
3: it's, it's like that, except it's not in black and white, and there's no strippers, and you get a little happy meal, and they're smiling, and you can take it home to your Christian, like you know. <laughs> Whatever Bible study, you can listen to London, London Bridge, you know. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's it's a banger. It's a banger for what it is. It's like a it's an echo of probably doper shit that was happening in that time. And that's honestly that's what she that's what she was kind of all about. Yeah, yeah. that's what kind of Black Eyed Peas were all about, right? Yeah. They were all yeah. about
4: kind of hey, there's dope. They became comedy. like pop music masters, exactly. Because sure. dude, they for did sure. so much different shit. For, fucking,
3: sure, for sure, I spent time of my life. Let me go on, like dude.
4: Hit after hit after hit after hit. And uh, yeah, yeah London wow. Bridge was one of them. Yeah, unfortunately, a banger. Is
3: everyone going London Bridge? They grudgingly a bang. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's not my vote, Travis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, okay, what, what's that? What's that? What's uh,
4: ho- holla back, girl. Yeah. That's Gwen, right? That's a banger. Isn't Gwen's that the so same that's the same song yeah. as London exactly. Bridge,
2: babe? <laughs> So,
4: yo, I hate that you made the Gwen Stefani reference because it's the same shit. It's the, the same exact person so. now. It's the same shit. But then everyone's like, "Oh my god, she's the genius
3: because she fucking knows about Japan." That's fucking <laughs> yeah. <bullshit>. Like she <laughs> knows about. She's teaching us about cultures. She read a fucking book, not even a. <laughs> opened dude. up a magazine. She like, opened up that, a magazine. Like- her stylist said this would be funny, and now she took all the credit. She yeah. was like the Elon Musk with less money.
4: I don't know where I'm going with that.
3: <laughs> because I have a theory, dude. About it's Elon just Musk.
4: it's not as it's not as creative as people make it's it out not,
3: to be. And it wasn't her idea, dude. Okay. It yeah. Wasn't Elon Musk. This is people are stupid. They don't. They think Elon Musk is sitting there with a fucking little gyroscope or whatever, some fucking magnifying glass, <laughs> tinkering with fucking spaceships. No, bitch. He hires the people that do the spaceships. <laughs> You're an idiot. If you think that he's like Ugh, sitting there like fucking building the rockets, dude. But you'd think on Twitter the way people are sucking his dick that it, that it was what he's fucking doing. But it's the same thing, dude. She didn't go to Japan and have like a fucking live, laugh, love fucking, or lost in translation whatever fucking eat, pray, love experience in there. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, I'm going to bring this culture to the west. Come on, dude. She wore fucking baggy fucking, she wore with the Japanese on the side. It's bullshit, dude. Anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. very upset. <laughs> I'm upset, dude.
0: Is everyone going Fergie? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Everyone's going for
3: Stefani. We lambasted. Fergie, <laughs>
2: has, Wait a defeated,
0: minute. Fergie has defeated Lizzo.
2: Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. What was the Lizzo song?
0: Yeah, boys. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Fergie. <laughs> Fergie. <laughs> Fergie. Yeah. Was memorable.
4: I Is love
2: that. What upset? was the Lizzo song? Is that an upset? Nah, no, 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 no. It would have been. A, it would have been an upset if
4: Lizzo won I feel like I want to call, I wanted to call it an upset because like in my regular life, if you asked me like, which one would you rather choose? I'd laugh and then begrudgingly choose Lizzo. Right. I'm probably going to play a Lizzo song before I ever play a Fergie song. Yeah. But I mean, I'd be a fucking idiot to deny the fact that like Fergie is, was a monumental thing at one point. Yeah.
0: That's fair. Mm Mm-hmm moving on to the lightning round gentlemen victor this is a this or that you can tell us as much or as little information as you prefer i'm okay. going to throw a bunch of names at you you can only keep one starting with the baby or little baby oh my god wait what, what so what am i allowed to say as much as one little or little the other fuck one okay, or the dude, other. Dude.
3: okay hands down okay I, I, i'm this kind of person dude um I, even ever since I was a kid, like, when I I don't give a shit about uh, anything, like an artist, a band, or anything, until some, like, stupid story piques my interest about them, and then I go down a rabbit hole, and then I start, like, I know this is, like, ridiculous, but dude, I didn't give a fuck about any of the children, the childcare rappers that just came out, the
0: (laughs) the,
3: the, the new wave, the new wave of, 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 of of fucking juvenile delinquent, uh, baby children, (laughs) baby, whatevers. I didn't know anything about them until... YouTube fucking this is so random showed me a video of the baby in Atlanta I don't know if you guys know about this doing a video shoot and then some Atlanta like actual gangsters showed up and were like essentially asking like yo what the fuck you're shooting in our hood pay the tax or like you should have at least asked us and he's in there like sparking the joint and he just tells them off, dude. I don't even know if he's from Atlanta. Or, but anyway, it was the most he's badass. It was the most badass fucking. He's from Charlotte, play. right?
4: Yeah. Dude. That's one of my in, favorite videos.
3: You know what I'm talking
4: about, right? 100%. That's, that's what I was like. Great.
3: That's when I was like, oh my God, dude. This guy is the whatever the fuck he says, he's fucking serious about it. Because <laughs> that was such an internal fucking powerful ass just exchange uh, between humans that I was like, all right, whatever. I'll fucking. Well, okay, let's go. I like his shit. Let's go. <laughs> Okay. I mean, because that's the point. If he wasn't an artist, he would just be a badass motherfucker walking around.
1: Yeah. 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 And
3: and 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 this is the thing. Knowing, I mean, maybe we'll get into this later, but coming from like electronic dance music land, where there's no fucking badass people slash even people that will you know s- stand for, you know, fucking some amazing <laughs> shit. When I saw that, I was like, damn, that's that guy could be a figurehead in something. If it's not rap, it's gonna be whatever the fuck else he does. I was like, damn, that guy's a real ass motherfucker. You can't tell that guy anything. Nothing. So that's, I, yeah, you can't. So I was like, dude, literally, these guys who are like, literally, this is our hood. It was like ten of them showed up, and he was like, yeah, I don't fuck, you know, fuck off. I'm doing a video, and they're like stunned. <laughs> they were like, okay, well, fuck off then. <laughs> you gotta see it, dude. It's un- it's a crazy clip. It. Yeah, I need to see
2: it.
1: It's. I'll send it's, it to you guys. It's, it's kind real. of a nuts clip. Yeah, exactly. send exactly. that. It's unbelievable. Hey, yeah, is, is the,
2: then, is the like, baby? Wow, guys- is is the baby a a pop star? Superstar or rap star?
3: I think he's stepping into pop star. Yeah, he's a pop, pop star. star. He's a pop star. I think he's a pop star, yeah. but it does. It, but it's
4: like, doesn't matter. It doesn't he's matter. A fuck, he is. Well, oh, right. He is.
3: Exactly. Because if if he right. somebody comes up to him and tells him he's a pop star, again he'll be sparking the joint and tell you to fuck off. You know what I'm saying? No. Right. 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 Like that's. I think the difference is when a person has the type of personality when that should affect them. Mm -hmm. and it's like oh you're a pop star then you've lost all your clout you've lost all your credibility in the other shit too because you're like now you're kind of stuck in this limbo and -hmm. then eventually the pop people don't want you either because you're like that yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know what i mean so you don't really belong to anything so he's like fuck it i'll be a because i feel like exactly what he is (laughs) yes i feel like he has no problem just being nothing again
2: because he'll Mm -hmm. just be dope Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) if the cameras aren't rolling you know yeah so anyway, yeah, love him. I think he's great. I think he has an incredible delivery uh, on his songs. He is, it's just solid. His voice is like an instrument. His voice is like a really, really good synth that you can just depend mm. on. And you add it to a song, and it elevates mm-hmm. the song. I mean, the Dua Lipa song, holy fucking
1: shit, dude, yeah, it's
3: not like a, it's monster not like song. a, throw, it's
0: not like a throwaway. That
3: like right. is part of the song.
1: Yeah, right. That's yeah. a
3: huge. It's a huge <clears throat> thing for a lot of people to say.
0: One hundred percent. Let's ask this Diddy or Rick Ross Still still me Uh-huh Oh yeah Almost, it's yeah. going to be two for all of these
3: Diddy said one of the most amazing things that I think about forever in an interview which again another one of those things where I didn't give a shit about you know, trust me you don't I'm like I'm not out there buying Diddy albums you know with my with my grandma's bar mitzvah money okay I wasn't like doing that shit But like I saw an interview with him where he was talking with somebody or was I don't remember if I saw the interview or if I read about it, but it, I, I remember I think I read an article in Rolling Stone or like some bullshit um, where he, it starts off with him saying Diddy is a man who has take who has made a career out of taking things that he admires and improving them. Mm. And I was like, oh shit! And then he tells the story about what he did with Sirach. Again, I'm absolutely not talking here from a fucking music perspective because come on, uh, again. I don't right. know, I'm, I'm not well-versed on the Diddy catalog, okay? I'm right. Not, right, right. But just from that mindset and also I, li- I really like how he kind of went and embraced, uh, you know, house music and, like, deep house. Maybe he was just trying to get laid at his house with a bunch of people from fucking Miami Music Week. It doesn't matter. You know, the, yeah. the, you know he, op- he opened the door there. Um, so just I like that mindset. I like that mindset that he has because, you know, what he did with Ciroc, he's like, I like vodka. I like throwing mm-hmm. parties. Here, let me make a better product. And he, I think you guys know this, but he's made more money with Ciroc and his dealings inside of like the the alcohol world than he has in music, mm-hmm. or something like mm. it was comparable. Yeah. So that's what it is, you know. The music yeah. industry is, and and then okay, and then <laughs> Rick Ross. I think he's a badass. He has so many, you know, his his verse in "Fucking uh, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy." Um... Oh yeah. A oh, devil
0: in a new dress.
3: Devil in a new dress. Oh my god, my favorite song. That shit was like a fu- that was like a cannonball. I mean, that was so unbelievable. He's so, so badass, um, but. It, I don't know. Diddy kind of is a bit of like an overlord, and Rick Ross looks like a very the picture. You know, he looks like an act, like an actor playing
4: what Diddy actually is.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I like that. I like that. It's pretty accurate. That's yeah, a good. Yeah. I, li- I think that's a great take. I like yeah. that a lot. Actually,
2: looking- Diddy Diddy song with uh, <clears throat> Wax Motive is probably one of my favorite songs. Oh yeah, songs divided, to-
3: divided souls. The yeah,
2: that's my favorite song to play. Yeah, play that out all the
0: time. So good. So good. Aerosmith or Bon Jovi? So I keep going. Me. Yep. Mm-hmm. All yep. you.
3: Damn! 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 Okay. Sick. <laughs> um, damn! Damn! Bon Jovi. Okay. So I don't know if y'all know this, but like, my my family or the people that I grew up with were all like Russian, like Russian speaking, and like, there's this crazy, like, I, I don't know. I'm hella cringed out on Bon Jovi because like, it's my life and shit like that. <laughs> you guys think you are okay with the song or like, okay, that's like a cringy song. But you guys don't know what happens when you have a cringy song and then that cringy song gets played by a Russian restaurant <laughs> cover band at like 42 weddings when you're a kid. And you're going through your like fucking, oh, you know, I'm confused, like 14, 15 year old years. And that is the background, like an overweight like Russian woman. <laughs> it's my life. Like you're it's going to destroy
1: any,
3: any good tidings that you have towards this artist. <laughs> it will stomp on it and shit on it and it's done. Oh so my
1: God. I have, not, I have
3: not heard one Russian person singing an Aerosmith song and butchering any of them because I guess it's too, like, it's not, I don't know, it's not niche enough for, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> but it's my life and leaving on prayer destroyed. <laughs> it's done. It's done, dude. It's a novelty and then it becomes like a para- sleep paralysis demon that haunts, that haunts your aughts years you know oh my god that's <laughs> so it's bad so, um goodbye bon jovi dude yeah. oh so, okay. wow. it's not good dude.
0: adele or rihanna <clears throat>
3: Um, but, but I DJed one time back in the when I was in the duo Goshfather and Jinko. Why do I have like? How do you know like all these people? Like I have like. St- I, I promise I didn't like prepare these opinions prior, but I have like something for each of these.
2: But oh no, these I- are these are our prior episodes. <laughs>
3: okay, so I literally I dj DJed in Barbados. So we used we used to be si- kind of signed to WME. Uh, this was like what, eight years ago, seven years ago, something. And I swear, and, and, and it was fun. I'm not saying this like it was like a bad thing, but we were kind of like a guinea, a guinea pig act that uh, we would get sent on to these like missions to like kind of, let's say, emerging marketplaces. Like we played in Haiti. We played in like some places in the United States that were kind of like didn't really have any DJs or anybody come, but we were kind of first sent there to kind of like scope it out. And we dej- DJed in Barbados. And dude, the funniest shit happened because after we played there and we were playing like, you know, trap and shit, and they kind of were like, "Oh, play like, you know, some more like Barbados, you know, play this like one local like niche song." That we're like, we like, I don't fucking know, we weren't prepared for any of this shit. But the funniest shit was, dude, after that show, so many people were coming up to us and like we we're having conversation. And they were all trying to flex on us that they somehow knew the friend of a friend of a family member of Rihanna. Yeah, every single person would flex on us in a different way and go, Yeah, I used to walk the dog and the da 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 of the cousin and da-da-da. And I'm like, ev- That was like every single person trying to like show their credibility as humans that they were like connected somehow to like, you know, oh, Rihanna breathed here and I inhaled there. <laughs> I, it was ridiculous. I'm like, dude, you guys are tight. Without You don't have to, you know, I don't care. It's fine. You don't have to do that. He's like, no, let me tell you, man. I'm like, not was that like, big of a fan. It's not that big of a fan, man. I was like, fuck, dude. I, just, I like you as a human. So what is it Rihanna has ruined an entire group of people's self-esteem? Completely shattered it has, it. has given them no legs to stand on in terms of their character and their own, like, you know, sense of self. Completely shattered it. So I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go with Adele. <laughs> All she did was empower thick girls to get in the gym. Come on, dude. Oh, come on, my dude. God. dude. Come on, dude. Thank you, Adele. Hello.
0: Hello. Hello,
1: bitch. Hello. We're good.
0: <laughs> David Bowie or Queen?
3: Fuck, bro. I'm so happy you didn't say Dave Matthews, Band. I would have jumped into the bay. <laughs> Dude, if there's nothing that I care less about, it's the Dave Matthews band. I'm sorry, dude, if y'all are out there, like, if this was like a secretly a Dave Matthews band, like, like fanfic podcast
2: into <laughs> me. Oh,
3: oh, my God, my, my older <laughs> sister would make me fucking, she would like to like secretly smoke weed when my, when my dad was gone. And she should like be the babysitting me. Oh, my God, Dave Matthews band. I was <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> 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 Dude, I was fucking tortured, dude. <laughs> tortured, child. Why did I end up doing music when I had so many fucking painful... I don't know why I did this, dude. What? No, this is actually a therapy session for me, dude. Oh, <laughs> my God. Fuck the Dave Matthews Band, And that's just sidebar. Yeah, that is definitely sidebar. <laughs> so you're either. welcome. <laughs> you're about boys, boys, <laughs> boys. Print that out. Take it to the bank. Just put, put it somewhere and put it up on the mantel. Fuck the Dave Matthews band. And that's fine. Um, and the, okay. And now that's out of my system, I do it. <laughs> Real talk, David Bowie, dude, is my favorite. I, I'm, okay. I'm a secretly, I mean, David Bowie is that one band that I don't, I, I kind of just assumed that when I was, especially when I was growing up, like, I'm not going to sit there and have like a fucking conversation about David Bowie with my homies who are listening to, like Mac and so they, they don't give a shit. But I loved it so much. <clears throat> I loved him so much. His music is so crazy ahead of its time. I have so many good memories of like being a kid because I went to like arts high school in San Francisco and we were all kind of weird over there. And I, I just had so many good memories listening to his music. Like not not just the hits, okay? I want to I fucking flex my hipster shit right now. But I really uh, I really loved him a lot. And again, I got to say, Queen was another one of those bands that Russian like dads oh, that no. would drink vodka and do the fucking stick oh, of no. meat on the barbecue. Uh, you know. Fucking bicycles, like I can't. Terrible, just ruined
1: it for me, dude. Just
3: fucking fledgling former Soviet Union, like listening to this guy. It's like, no, dude. He wasn't singing about you, you guys. He had his own fucking struggles. Stop trying to assert yourselves into the fucking struggles of Freddie Mercury. Fucking. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Shut up. I. Anyway, David Bowie is so dope. Thank you, David Bowie, for everything. Fuck you, Dave Matthews ben, you <laughs>
0: the weekend or party next door
3: Ooh, i'm not very uh, you know it's funny party next door is one of those one of those artists who you don't know you're listening to him half the time that you're listening to him mm-hmm. uh okay. especially when any of the, the stuff that he does on kanye songs like you're just like who's the guy that the, and you go oh Party Next Door. okay no, it's, fine. <laughs> it's a kanye song it's a kanye song i don't care i don't care it's a kanye song anyway great album anyway thanks kanye for that idea whatever thanks for bringing that guy um, no, but apparently he's an incredible genius, right? He's, yeah, like, some kind of writes for everybody, does everything, mm-hmm. parties next door, apparently. Yes, of, of his, doesn't even have the decency to do it you know, in his own house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever, I never even thought about that. I don't, I don't,
3: I'm not, yeah. But the weekend man, incredible dude. I his new shit is like so like, dude, I I, I I hope I'm not just saying this. I really hope I'm not just saying this. but like in ten years from now, when we're doing the ten on ten podcast, <laughs> and we're doing like the 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 weekend and blah blah blah, just like how we do with Fergie and uh, and fucking uh, whatever. The show, I really think strongly, and um this is not just like um being alive right now, bias. That we're not going to look back at The weekend doing the sound that he's doing right now and go, yeah, he was just counting and doing numbers and fucking did a front flip and he was just being corny with YG. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I really think that the shit that he was doing is doing right now with this like kind of 80s throwback, like Knight Rider fucking outrun shit. I think it's yeah. tight, dude. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. He didn't have to do I was t- talking to my friend about this the other day. He didn't need to do this shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know what I mean? How, who in God's name was gonna go, oh, you know what the, the fucking millennial TikTok kids gonna like? 80s music. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way that they were, they were sitting there in the think tank. Mm-hmm. Going, How are we gonna get people to do the fucking, you know, do the whoa on the fucking? No. So it's clear that he is digging into some kind of, and also his like, uh, the shit he did with Max Martin with the I Can't Feel My Face and all that stuff. That's like a funk track. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, it's not, it doesn't. I want to believe that it's not super contrived horse shit. I want right. to. It's right. extremely well produced horse shit and it's extremely fucking like some psychological, some fuckers in lab coats were writing the fucking hooks and the melodies and shit and to, to like get stuck in your head. But I think at the end of the day, the guy really has a vision. Mm hmm. Uh, and party next door, I mean I don't know. I mean, party next door, maybe he's the kind of guy that likes to be in the in the background or next door mm-hmm. as they say, you know, yeah, versus next the door. Kind of, Yeah,
0: I think the weekend's on to something for sure. This is gonna be a good one. Okay. Drake or Dr. Dre? Mm-hmm. Doctor Doctor Drake, dude. Um <laughs> Dr. Drake.
3: Uh, Okay, 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 man. It's like the, it's like this like some slumdog millionaire shit that I got on. Because this is all shit that I, all these artists that you're talking about. I've been kind of, or these like connect these, uh, these combinations. I've been thinking about it so much. I just recently watched. A, uh, look, Drake is a. How do? I, okay, okay. I'm, uh, I'm not even like high right now, and I don't know how this is like coming to me right now, but dude, Drake is like you know, it, it, it's like having a uh, a really amazing superpower that is annoying. Like, imagine if you had the power of flight, but it like just happened in spurts and you hit your head on the fucking ceiling. It's like super <laughs> dope, but you tolerate it for even when it's shitty. You know what I'm saying? So that's Drake to me, right? So even th- when he does like the throwaway songs, like even when he does the fucking eh, I'm, so, I'm in such a, so much pain like everything's bad for me, like now in his career when he's saying that. Like you still look at the dope shit and go fuck that was still so sick that he did those things that you have to forgive the bitch ass stuff that he did But he,
2: he always he always throws a line in there that makes you be able to like dang that's
3: exactly and you it, have to it, rewind it yeah you the have artist- to how many artists do you do that with right now? New people, at least. You you don't do that. No, anymore. you don't. You, you don't. You don't
2: do that anymore. Henry. Maybe Pusha T. Okay.
4: Okay. Okay. I'm... <laughs> I know one Pusha T song. <laughs> you know. hey, you
2: know. hey, album's amazing. Album's and I don't even know his part. You no, know, <laughs> I know. Amazing. I
4: forgot. I think. Yeah. No, I know. Maybe two. Maybe two. But,
3: but yeah, just yeah, you definitely still like. I'm is that listening. the comparison,
4: Drake and Pusha T? Really? <laughs> yeah, no,
3: definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the the other thing is like Drake is even though he, you know, he's he he's on he's on his vulture shit, and you can't deny as much as people want to go in there and go, oh come on, bro, he only kind of sounded like fucking Playboy Cardi under this and the, oh he kind of sounded like x he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He has a group of fucking advisors in there. It's like the fucking, you know, he, he's got the fucking tribunal of, of, of fucking Canadian like dudes in hoods that are telling him what to fucking <laughs> steal from. Okay. For sure that's what's happening. And, but he takes the torch and maximizes it. Yeah. Yeah. And he has this whole thing that he's for real about it He talks about this in interviews too About how he goes, he really has admiration For people that are legends in their hometowns How mm-hmm. he talks about Mac Dre and shit like that Ain't nobody else that has that kind of platform Is going to talk about Mac Dre A San Francisco fucking rapper that got fucking shot randomly And but left an impact But no one is going to go and talk about that mm-hmm. But the fact that he goes and does that mean Even if, again, even if it is self-serving At the end of the day His platform is so powerful that the fact that he goes and says that, and it's an immortalized line where he talks about Mac Dre, whatever, in in, in that one song. Yep. That means something. That means something. So now the 10 billion streams that are in that song, people are going to come and abscond with Mac Dre somehow. So he's keeping that legacy alive. He actually has that respect. He doesn't talk about it. A lot of people care more about themselves and their own fucking legacy than to do that. And I'm just like, you can't and then what he goes and does with like skepta and he goes and like creates like a huge gets people in and gigs and gets them into that kind of music. then he does it for all these other little rappers that are coming up and stuff. And these are all like people that are huge in their hometowns. That's another big thing too. Mm-hmm. You, know, right. you have how, uh, how many people with a platform go do that? And that's something mm-hmm. that you know when you ask somebody about Drake, they're not gonna fucking talk about that because there's so many other things to talk about when it comes to him. And that brings me to the comparison to Dr. Dre. <sighs> Dr. Dre is a. I don't think he, he. Dr. Dre is for sure one of those people I can. Also, what the fuck do I fucking know about any fucking iota of what is happening Dr. Dre's fucking mind ever or anybody's mind? But Dr. Dre, you can hear in the music has an unwillingness to get with the times. That's like another thing. Like again, going on a tangent here. Like Eminem. Like I can't listen to new Eminem because it's such a attempting to brute force mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bygone shit but not mm-hmm. even the sick bygone shit the this is the thing that i was doing 10 years ago and hopefully still i i hate that i was just thinking the other day about how cringe i get when someone goes this is real rap music this is real uh, dance music
4: oh and it's and, always something oh it's,
3: it's always something terrible. anything that's real or not real anybody that sits there y-
1: that's this is exactly-
4: real rap music. Yeah. Cues up Macklemore. Yeah.
3: Oh
1: mm-hmm. my God. Oh, mm-hmm. Always, always. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
3: Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
4: And anybody that, ha- that
3: goes in and says, starts saying some shit like that, I- I'm done with the conversation. Because yeah. It's like, dude, you can find something dope in some shit that some random dumbass, right now, an hour ago, a day ago, uploaded on SoundCloud. It's about having two seconds of a presence of mind to go, hey, there's people that are innovating. There's people that don't have the same tools. And that's the problem with me, that with like Dr. Dre, as much of a legend as he is. You know his music gets is amazing, is legendary, but it, it the the legacy gets run into the ground with like how many times can you almost cosmically convince that artist by playing his classic shit all the time? You're almost telling him, hey, don't ch- never change. You don't know, take like a fucking signing in a yearbook. Don't change, mm-hmm. Dr. Dre, and <laughs> then they don't because they get stuck in their ways and nothing. Mm-hmm. With Drake, he's like ten steps ahead. I was yeah. seriously listening to more Li- more life the other day. I don't know why. I was listening to it. I think it's because the Skepta interlude is in there. And I
1: mm-hmm.
3: so my friend was showing it to me. And he was like, oh, we should make a beat like that. And I was like, OK. But then I ended up auto-playing it. And I was like, holy shit, dude. He just brute forced all of America to fucking listen to this kind of music. And after Controller and whatever, all that shit came out, every fucking song was like that forever for mm-hmm. like four years.
1: hmm and yep. that's
3: the end of the fucking story, dude. And in some way, you can argue that that opened up for like the kind of huge splash of like Spanish music, reggaeton, that type of stuff to to kind of, you know, take root in the United States. Who the hell can do that? Mm-hmm. Drake easily could have just went, okay, uh, let's do take care 55 more times until, you know, give me the fucking, give me the check. I don't know, dude. So I guess, right. I guess you can see I'm very passionate about this, but that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Dr. Dre would step on his own toes if he tried to innovate. He would like get in get in front of himself. He would not.
2: But that's won- the problem with detox,
3: right? Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> right. He yeah. Went, he went and he, it was so much fucking hype about it. Hype, hype, hype. Okay. You did an album. I, I don't know. Again, who am I to fucking say something like this? But you have the platform, y- go, mm-hmm. fall on your ass and do something stupid someone out there is gonna think you're a genius for it you're already mm-hmm. a genius you are already hailed as like god of blah, blah, blah. you already changed culture basically so how it's a disservice to yourself to just go okay i here's the thing that i did before but with just you know better produced drums it mm-hmm. hurts me dude that right. hurts me anyway right. very passionate about this subject and that was a good good mashup. but yeah that's how i feel
0: that's maybe my favorite take on that one
1: we've yeah, heard that so- was amazing <laughs>
2: Hey, honest. but you're not you're nice for what remix is. Oh, thank you. That's hands down one of my favorites, man. Oh,
3: thank you so yeah. much, man. Yeah, hands I down. I sampled so many. Uh, I sampled like three other disco records in there. Um, I sampled "Ring My Ring Ring My Bell." Oh, yeah. I, like the way that I produce, I make synths out of samples now because I'm just okay. literally too lazy to use synths. So I'll I'll take like old like soul records and disco records and I'll just fuck them up until they just sound like a sound. And that's how I made like the sounds and the in that song that was a fun one to make man yeah that's my that's my damn man love that yeah man
1: hell yes
0: okay three more in the lightning round and then we're moving on to some questions for you because we did get some good questions tonight from fans and just fellow weirdos (laughs) (laughs) weezer or blink 182
3: weezer oh my god uh blink 182 uh actually Blink One Eighty Two. i um again i revisited them and I, again, completely randomly, I get on these spurts. Dude, I go in these spurts sometimes. I don't know if you guys do the same thing of, like, just not listening to music at all. Yeah. I don't know if you guys do that. Oh yeah. To the point that I just don't want to hear anything. Whether it's, like, I have some kind of biases. I'm like, oh, this is, like, getting on my nerves. I listen to just listening to music in general too much sometimes. But sometimes I get on a, on a random spurt of listening to some kind of band randomly. I listen to Blink-182. They... First off, it's three people, right? right. For, for real. No matter what, you can talk about. Oh yeah, they, you know, they had a producer, whatever. It's three people, and they made a sound. Yeah. I'm not going to say that they did Nirvana level shit, but they definitely did. They definitely created classic songs. Yeah. Period. And boys they, were
2: harmonizing, man.
3: Yeah. It was. It was. It was pop music for real. Yeah. It was. It was, and it was pop music. It, well, I don't even consider it rock music because that set the standard for everything else that was happening at that point. Even also from like a visual with the music videos, it was a complete now. So right and like that's the thing, like you know, again, if you as a DJ, if you play a Blink 1D2 record, I don't care what fucking hood you're in or what fucking major city you're in, people are gonna scream those fucking Good. songs. Period. Yeah. Goodbye. Even if they hate it. Okay. With Weezer, I think Weezer are completely fucking genius. Rivers Cuomo is a fucking genius the, I don't know if you guys ever saw this thing a long time ago. This, you know, Chili Gonzalez. He did like a. He does this thing where he talks about Daft Punk. He talks about Drake. He talks yep. about Weezer. Taylor Swift. Yeah, he ta- and he like goes and like plays the motifs. It's really really fascinating. I think it's on SoundCloud, or on on Spotify. I'm not sure, but he just goes and like does breakdowns of like, oh, this is why like a Drake melody works. Oh, he does the Weekend too, I think. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, if you notice, he has these like things that he always does in his songs with these melodies and these counter melodies. He does like a whole section about Weezer. Dude, Weezer, it's just they're they're too they're too brilliant, they're too genius, they're too prolific. And I think they're incredible. I mean they have fans fucking forever, but they didn't have the again, I, I'm as a huge, huge, huge fan of theirs. They didn't have the punch through the glass effect like Blink 182 did. Mm-hmm. Of like stake, like you can't put Weezer in an era, to me. You can do total request live era with Hashpipe and that's it. But Blink-182, it's like, you know where you were and you know what was happening, whether you like them or not. It's possible to not know who the fuck Weezer is, is what I'm saying.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I, guess I'm, I guess I'm not sure like what we are like comparing the, the, the artists on, like, so I'm kind of going on these tangents, but like Weezer- No, these me, are some
2: great hot takes, man.
3: Yeah, Weezer to me is super, super special. Like when I write songs, uh, no, no cap, like I will I will go and I will, if, if I can't come up with a top line for like, if I'm writing a song for somebody, a melody, whatever, I'll just play Weezer chords instead of the chords that I'm playing to kind of help me lead to actually get something because Mm -hmm. those, the way their chord structures and their melodies and everything are just, you can't not sing the shit that they made, right? It's too melodic. It's too human. Um, but yeah, with Blink-182 in terms of like cultural impact, I'd say Blink-182 had a almost Nirvana moment. If, um, if the culture around like when Nirvana came out, right? MTV, was adjusting was adjusting they mm-hmm. had to catch up to nirvana mm-hmm. right nirvana was too cool and too insane for it it, it mtv pale in comparison to it by right. the time liquid 82 came out they, they were, were ready rose yeah they were like oh yep. yes it, a unique interesting band we know just how to fucking package yep. them into our shit show yeah like you know we'll make them be naked on the fucking vmas and turn them into a meme and ha 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 the front page you couldn't do it to nirvana so that's why i think they never could transcend i mean again also what the fuck do i know but that to me they could they could have gone bigger and probably as a band too i mean they pro that probably led to a lot of their implosion that there was so much bitch bullshit around them mm-hmm. that they were oh let's do like a photo shoot with teen choice award you know they probably started going insane
1: mm-hmm. right
3: you know what i mean right. so they, they were never able to live that full but regardless i think when they came out they had more of a cultural impact but i am more of a personally like if i go listen to some shit, it's weezer
0: fair no that's these are great takes. Yeah, sure. yeah, sure. <laughs> real these good. Are, these are. This is controlled chaos in the best way possible. Just chaos, yeah. Uh, two more. Yes, sir. Prince or Michael Jackson? I'm uh, I'm wanting to hear this.
3: Well, I I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I I know the the cultural uh, impacts that. Well, okay, how about this? Prince, I think affected musicians. This is going to be real hot take. I think Prince affected musicians more than Michael Jackson affected musicians. Because I mm-hmm. think when musicians looked at Michael Jackson, they were like, all right, I, I quit. I can't do shit. I can't do that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't have fucking Quincy Jones and fucking, you know, can dance while doing a fucking backflip while singing. while you know, I can't do that shit. <laughs> so, they, right. so again, Michael Jackson becomes. Wait. The-
4: Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
3: sorry, sorry, you're right. I'm, how dare I? Wait. Well, hey. Turn this podcast off, dude. Yeah. It's, Fergie. It's, Fergie. it's a Ferg cast, dude. Yeah.
1: Oh man. <laughs>
3: so yeah, I think I think a lot of artists looked to Michael Jackson. I was like, nah, this is just. It's like it's like looking at. It's like it's it's like looking at a you know aliens from the perspective of like a fucking you know like an ant. Yeah. Seriously, really, and and I I I, I think of all the artists that can be deified, when you really look at, when you learn about Michael Jackson, about his like behind the scenes, about his work ethic, about all those, if you, I'm sure you guys have heard the, the crazy ass uh, shit that he went and did when he like beatboxed Billie Jean by himself. Like you you heard that recording? Mm -hmm, He like sings all the parts and he has it in his head. Okay. At that point, it's like, all right, you know, there's some kid over there playing power chords. Like, how can you, how can you like see yourself? You know what I'm saying? How can you, How could you see yourself and go, yeah? I'm just like the next Michael J. There's no chance. Yeah, it's like it's like a thing. It's like how I become Mount Rushmore, you know.
2: But with (laughs)
1: Prince,
3: (laughs) I don't know. But with Prince, I think a lot of people saw because of his story and because of, I guess, he. It seemed well. I don't know. I I feel people. He he gave people the. the ability to kind of go, yeah, I can I can, probably, <laughs> I can probably do something like that. I mean, the guy is very self-made, his story is very like self-made. It was just a more down-to-earth, human. I guess, version. Yeah, yeah human he version of Michael Jackson. Him. Yeah. But I think that and, and the wild thing is that I think Prince leaned into being weird. Like he wanted to kind of go to that deity level, but Michael Jackson was so already pre-strange that I don't think he knew that he was doing that to people. Mm-hmm. It was just him being on his regular like pace was already at such a high level, where Prince, you know, self-taught, played all the instruments. He leaned into the, I'm the weird, crazy guy with the guitar, and then I have the fucking cymbal and everything. You know what I mean? I think he kind of had to get to that level. But I think even though on, his, on the way, because, again, Michael Jackson came out fucking singing and dancing and kicking when he was a kid in the Jackson Five. Right. He was already insane. It just got right. just more cra- exponentially crazier. With Prince, you know, I think people saw themselves in him in some way mm-hmm. who, who is is it is it kanye who he saw himself the, like really? oh no, he idolized michael jackson the most i mm. I don't know or was it prince who i forget but anyway do um, oh
2: no but i'm glad you brought up kanye because what about a watch the throne album with mike and prince man if they had wow. if they had put their egos aside no no yeah that's that would they were insane.
4: supposed to do uh they're supposed to tour it. oh they well, yeah supposed they're supposed
2: to-, to do um bad Supposed to be bad, that bad, bad, bad. Bad, yeah. bad was
4: supposed to be the song that they did together. Yeah. and was, Mike um, is talking about your butt is mine.
2: And yeah, Prince, Prince is,
4: turned it down because he didn't like that line. Yeah. He's like, who's he? He said the first line of the song is your butt is mine. And I said, he ain't no, singing that to him. me. <laughs> yeah. He ain't talking about my butt. You joking. And, <laughs> no. And I and I ain't singing that to him.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so he, no, he told Mike he couldn't man. do it.
1: Yeah.
3: Dude, that is the sickest. That's the newest fucking thing that I know now. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Prince Harvard. Out, Harvard, at? Prince, <laughs> Prince turned down
4: bad because yeah. he didn't want to. He didn't want Michael to say your butt is mine to him, and he didn't want to say it to him, so it just didn't dude, happen. Just,
3: just gods fighting, dude. Just, just god's yeah, that's picture, exactly you know? what it is. Shooting thunderbolts at each other. Zeus and Prince, fucking
2: used, Poseidon.
4: Yeah. Yeah. He used to call. Saccharide. He used to call uh Michael Michelle. Yep. He used to bully him at every meeting they had. Yep. Okay. I can hear that in Prince's voice. That's fire. I love it.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> which, which one gets your vote on that?
3: Uh, I think, I think Michael Jackson, I mean, just a personal preference, but I had to, I had to get that out. I've always, I've always thought about because they're, they kind of, they're monoliths. Yeah. Sure. Monoliths like that, yeah. you know, but
0: sure. Well, this is going to come as a bit of a surprise. We love to end the oh, lightning round. Let's go. Faded question. Take a deep breath. Outcast or Hollow Notes?
3: Oh, I, I I'm I'm gonna be real with you guys. I I didn't get into this might sound strange, but I didn't get into Outcast as much as I got into Hollow Notes. Oh, okay. For real. Okay. For real. For real. I know maybe sometimes it's maybe a lot of people No, have sometimes to, it's, it's like crazy. that, though yeah no wrong answers here man yeah yeah. i love i love uh i love them i love hollow notes Hall notes are are, they're so okay i like i like usually know like a lot of like fucking rock and roll jeopardy like behind the scenes shit like i love that shit but i don't know anything about hollow notes and maybe i've like kept i've kept this like you know this you know um knowledge free little bubble of hollow notes uh perception that i'm in of like what i like to think is happening in hall and odes is that who's the singer daryl hall right no yeah he's singing and getting like all the girls and odes is in the back hella piss the whole time <laughs> and you hear that in the music like i swear <laughs> and it's that friction it's that friction that that makes this dope shit
2: because what, what, what was that i i can't go for that
3: yeah exactly what's that song about and, and he's in the front doing this and he's in the back like begrudgingly playing fucking guitar and shit like hella pissed uh, bro <laughs> the and, but, yeah but he's playing it like this you know like for some reason like with like a clock
4: and then... that is so funny
3: <laughs> but that because and that like even like just him like, when they're playing like you know uh, fuck man you know playing all their like happier shit and then he's in the back just like Fucking, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. <laughs> he's, getting like bra- his- he's getting bras thrown at him, and he's just like, "You little bitch." If we were in a contract right now, <laughs> that like, that like, that like pimple, you know, that's being proverbially popped, <laughs> is what makes you know from both sides of the pressure makes this amazing, really memorable, nice music, dude. Please this- never learn anything about Hall <laughs> & This is <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Wait, I even forgot, Okay, but Outcast, and then Outcast, but they literally were pissed at each other, right? <laughs> right? They, were, they were mad.
4: Supposedly, they say never. They say they never have been. But are they um, together? Exactly.
3: <laughs>
4: well, if
2: Andre, if Andre stops like, playing the flute in Times yeah. Square, then yeah, Andre
4: be. says he, uh, he just he, he, I guess got weird. I don't want to say weird. He just went through some shit and says that he doesn't like like he can't he doesn't feel like he's as good as a rapper as big boy Dude. and so yeah, like the a... whole time he was trying to catch up to big boy and he had all the better ideas yeah. and then like he got insecure when he did his album by himself and this whole thing
3: and there you go Oops. And th- and that's why Daryl Hall Daryl Hall never stood there And said I'm never gonna play His guitar as good as Fucking John Oates Or whatever And so that's yeah. why They kept the Happy Union Going all this time You know <laughs> There was no To the very bo- end There was no Speaker Oates the-, the hall below You know what I mean <laughs> The <laughs> hall <laughs> below Oh man There was none of that Happening so None of that shit The there hall, hall below All and was- <laughs> Oates Till the fucking end
2: Wow Yeah, yeah That's, that's a the- good that's Mashup though Off the album. dome though.
3: That- be it could be. That's actually kind of dude. sick.
4: That's Speaker like Oats. the Grail. Speaker
3: Oats. Speaker,
4: <laughs> Speaker Oats, Oats in
3: the hall below, dude. Man. That's
4: sick. <laughs> Shout out to Hall Oats. I mean, Call Oats. The uh, the the Hall Oats hotline.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: Oats. Is that real? I love yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. I'll call them. Mm-hmm. You call it and the uh, Lionel any... Richie picks
3: up hello, you know hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's your emergency hollow notes hotline.
4: <laughs> anytime you need like a hollow Oates song on the fly, you hit, him, hit call call notes and there it is. That's a, good,
3: that's a good idea for TikTok content. That's great. <laughs> you should you should absolutely do I that. <laughs> it's like a life and death situation. I got a call. I got a call. Oh, <laughs> hey, by the
2: way, have you guys watched that hello video? Yeah, like, it's creepy. Man, I just yeah. thought about that that clay face that that they made of Lionel.
3: Yeah, uh, it looks like the, it looks like that statue they did of Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, and his. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, the... <laughs> or like, remember that like what? the that Jesus the Jesus portrait that they like re re <laughs> It was all completely. He looked like a a mole person, you know? (laughs) Like from the center of the earth, Jesus from the center of the earth. And then people were still like kissing it in the little
1: village. There
3: you go. (laughs) He looked like he was choking on some, dude. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: (laughs) I already
2: know what you're talking about, Colin. What? Are you talking about the picture from... um
1: <laughs> Oh, man.
2: What? You already know what I am talking about.
4: I'm so excited to see what...
2: Oh, no, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, okay.
4: okay
0: the mr bean movie where he has to oh. go back and yeah a
2: portrait but it also looks like
0: the picture from izzy oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh let me find that too <laughs> i got all of these
4: oh my god that's funny there it is oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: shout out glitter disco Yo, during, he's playing right now.
0: during the one year twitch anniversary mm. travis and i snuck off and took some mushrooms mm. and <laughs> we were at the party and this sticker was there from glitter disco <laughs> and i pointed i said hey travis take a look at this and showed him this picture <laughs> and he was crying laughing at the <laughs> And I was crying too, and I was like, "People must think we've lost our minds." (laughs) I was like holding it up, like, "Take a look at this."
3: (laughs) 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 That's too good. That's (laughs) painful. Oh, that's (laughs) how it was
2: looking too when when we were on streams. Just like that.
3: The Lord is saved our here. Lord and Savior. <laughs>
2: no,
3: no more, la- no laughing at the Lord, dude. Enough. He gets enough shit, dude. He gets enough shit. Dude. He gets enough.
4: Not, not here. Yeah, not here. Not in
3: this house, dude. <laughs> you
0: know Do you guys remember the picture where that uh, grandmother has the picture of Obi Wan Kenobi in the house? Oh
1: yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <All
0: right. laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yo!
3: Oh my God! (laughs) Oh man! I, oh yeah, yeah! Oh my God!
0: Come on, man! That's peak. That's peak
3: humor, dude. I love that kind of shit. I love
0: that kind
1: of shit. We put this up
0: in your house.
1: (laughs) That's beautiful. People
0: would see that and be like, yo, we gotta check on Neek more often. (laughs) He's on well. he's telling us he's fine. Somebody's like, he just put up a picture of Jesus out of the blue. (laughs) It's not Jesus,
2: it's you and McGregor. Yeah, it's Ewan McGregor.
1: On,
3: He's totally fine. He's totally fine, dude. Our bad, our bad. Fine. He's He's fine. Fine. We were worried, dude. We were worried it was Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh thank God.
1: Oh thank God. Oh thank God.
3: It was just you and McGregor in an episode. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Thank God, dude. We're oh, we to call someone. God. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Calling someone to have that picture removed from the house. Yeah. Forcibly.
4: For huh? You can't have this. You, have you this. cannot, no. Something's <laughs> up. They
2: they call the person The person bust it through the door. They're like, wait a minute. This what is, is this? you and McGregor.
1: <laughs>
0: Jesus,
3: hey, you, I'm still this, getting paid hourly,
0: right? Mace Windu. <laughs> I
1: thought
4: this was Jesus. <laughs>
0: oh my god, they're never gonna air this episode. No, never. never. We got a lot of fan questions. Tonight. We do okay, okay, wow, some good, some bad, some other. Give it uh, a bow. good. We will start with our man Stratus. I just saw Stratus tonight. Shout uh, out, shout out to Stratus, fantastic dubstep producer. Awesome. Um, he asks, "Would you rather sit on a cake and eat a dick, mm. or sit on a dick and eat a cake?" Mm. <laughs> <laughs> why is he Why is he covering up? Why is he covering up his
3: Yo, Why is that Why? why? Why is that? Just sit on a cake and eat a dick. It'll be over before you know it. <laughs> It'll be over before you know it. And plus, I mean, I don't know. I don't know like the the laws of this like fabled universe where this is happening in. But can I eat the cake after all? Fucking, steal that. <laughs> you know. 'Cause once I've done the, the two things, now it's like okay, I'm I'm freed from my cosmic bond of whatever the fuck genie that put me through this, right? So it's like okay, fuck cosmic it. I'll just, now we got a fucking cake left. Fucking <laughs> oh man. You know, okay. <laughs>
1: thank, thank you, Strat. Strat- thank you, yeah, Thank you.
3: <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Obama. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I sat down with him and I said, Oh, you know, we have Goshfather on the podcast tonight. Is there anything you'd like to ask? And he goes, Oh, absolutely. Oh, I know. Absolutely. Thank you. He had really. it ready in the tuck. Very matter of fact.
2: <laughs> he had it ready in the tuck. Ready in the oh man, that's so good.
1: I was like, so how you
3: how you been,
0: man, anyways?
3: You should go check his house if he has any Ewan McGregor fucking fucking posters in there. We gotta we, call someone. <laughs> we gotta get the professional. You gotta get a fucking exorcist in there, dude.
0: Hey, just out of curiosity, did this guy have any Star Wars portraiture in his house when the- <laughs> he went
3: No, the- wait, <laughs> wait. There is that one giant one, <laughs> yeah. vaguely looking like Jesus. We thought it was. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Oh, McGregor, God. isn't it? Sean McGregor. Is. <laughs> oh God get the guy oh man
0: (laughs) they have somebody call and remove it and it's just gosh father
3: yeah it's It's me that's why I came on this podcast I actually remove Star Wars portraits for residences
0: (laughs) (laughs) our next question (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) yeah Our next question comes from Mr. Ben Bliss from Chicago, Illinois, who I had dinner with the other night. Shout out, Ben. Ben is an avid listener. He listens to the podcast multiple times. Friend of the show. Friend Friend of the show. Um, Fantastic open format DJ. Ben asks, what do you do when you have to take a shit mid-set? Just
3: don't do do it. (laughs) Do you keep jumping? Keep jumping. Because sometimes the... You know, I, I don't want to get into the physics of it. Okay, but yeah. Sometimes the force of your legs hitting the ground sends a shockwave back up your lower dorsimus <laughs> into your upper peridostals. And it just goes right into the gluteus and returns it from whence it came. <laughs> you, don't, we, you don't need to, yeah, don't call Neil deGrasse Tyson and we're, we're, we'll be square, dude.
1: Just trust me. Just trust me, don't Google
3: it Put that Google finger down <laughs> You're welcome The answer is keep jumping He's like, I'm calling, I'm calling Neil deGrasse Tyson
4: About <laughs> well, body right anatomy right <laughs> now <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god Yeah, exactly dude Send I was, that I was like, backwards. nah, you don't
2: have to do that yeah. <laughs> just fucking I'll, tell you exa- to I'll tell you exactly What you need to do He <laughs> <laughs> need to jump. Keep
3: jumping, <laughs> keep jumping.
1: Send
4: that motherfucker back, bro yeah,
3: send it back <laughs> Send it back
0: We have bro. a question from someone that did not have a picture And had a lot of numbers in their screen name <laughs> Okay What's hey, the name? Do you want to see hot single girls in your
3: area? Is that what it's about to be? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what the question is was that the question? Does it have a link also? Shortened link?
0: <laughs> do you or someone you know have a picture of Ewan McGregor In your kitchen? <laughs> <laughs>
3: And are they okay? And have you checked on them? Have you called someone?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just Victor selling his Star Wars portrait of service.
3: (laughs) I'm actually taking people's actual portraits of Jesus and replacing them with you. and then i charge them to get it taken away dude it's a pandemic dude we gotta make money dude.
0: if you're gonna knock my hustle then i don't know what the fuck to tell you
3: guys
1: dude.
3: honestly dude come
0: on but i like i like to imagine you show up with such an urgency like we have to get this out of here yesterday right, yeah yeah, right, yeah. <laughs>
4: How long has this been
0: up? How long has this been up? <laughs>
4: This is not good.
3: Did we had trouble, trouble sleeping, trouble breathing, trouble eating, anything trouble? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's because of this. It's. You, you, thank God I'm here. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm here. She's all, she's all like, well, I have, like, diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yeah, uh-huh. keep, yeah. Keep jumping. Keep, keep going, jumping. And keep jumping. And we'll get this well, changed well, out yeah, right well, now. I can't, what, tell her, I can't tell her to keep jumping out. That's, that's be- <laughs> he says- we need the diarrhea. <laughs>
4: Says oh, wait. Did. Are you a DJ? Because uh, if you're not,
1: yeah, go you, not, you, you gotta if go you're take a, take a DJ. Don't do are that. you
4: in a set right now? Okay, I'm gonna need you to jump. I'm gonna get rid of this. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna get rid of this. You just keep jumping. Jumping.
4: keep jumping. I'm gonna get rid of this. You keep jumping. We're yeah. gonna get rid of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: here's a rope. Use the rope as a jump rope. Do something. <laughs> you guys like you get
4: it. Send it back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Use the rope. I like to think that he stanchions the portraits off before he removes them. Yes, exactly. back, please. Yes, yes, exactly. Sir, don't crawl under the stanchion, please sir. Don't. No, please don't. I like how tra- Travis said, let's get this changed out, and he just replaces it with a fresher one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just shining.
4: It's got, like, a glow. Look, a guy, like... We got it all taken care of. got you a brand new one up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He gives him an invoice. <laughs> You're squaring <enough>. up. <laughs> Let's
3: see here. Carry the two. All right, yeah, that'll be $300. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They're
2: like, $300? Well, it does look nice.
4: Yeah. <laughs> okay, I feel better I already. <laughs> I did say it was
3: bad. It's
4: pretty good. That's the jumping, but.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
0: All right. Last question, right? (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. The question was. Okay. What was the craziest celebrity encounter you've had in the nightclub? Oh. Oh, Oh, you guys are not fucking ready for this, dude.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Okay. Oh man Alright You're not fucking ready for this You'll never be ready for This is the story that I tell people And they, they I guess maybe it's Because they're not music people That they don't fucking freak out about this But this is the craziest Of like living in LA So when I lived in LA Before I really started Like promote or, uh, DJing And then producing music and then I was a nightclub promoter And uh, w- The way that I got through UCLA a lot, I was an opera singer At UCLA um, Oh Yeah That's what I was studying there and then I was living in L.A. I left opera school in San Francisco. I was like, fuck it, I want to go to L.A. also try to be an actor. Um, and then I was like, my parents said at one point were like, okay, well, you can have your little L.A. adventure, but we're not going to pay for it anymore. So, bye. And then you know, that's a, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. Okay. So, I was like, okay, I need a fucking job. I've never had a job before. So, I went and I had a friend in a frat house and he had all these girls that were coming in, and it became the summer, so we were like, hey, it's a no-brainer, let's start taking all these girls and, like, European, like, random kids, they want to go party in a club in Hollywood, let's go take them to a club, so I started, started a business, basically, where I was taking kids to clubs and party buses and limousines and stuff, and that's how we got into DJing, was because at one point, I was bringing, like, hundreds of kids to these nightclubs, and I just started kind of dabbling in DJing, and they were like, well, Victor, do you DJ? I was like, okay, yeah, and so I got, like, gigs, I got gigs because they're like, anytime Victor DJs, he brings 200 people. And then I actually got better because it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You suck and then if you're playing in front of a couple hundred people, you have to not suck at some point, right? Right. So anyway, right. I started, and there was this one club that was like the club that I would always, uh, we, we were there I think the longest of anywhere when I was running, but it was a club in Hollywood called Playhouse. You guys ever heard of it? mm mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. In LA. Um, yeah. So one time it was a night that I wasn't DJing and we brought like a shit ton of people. And I was friends with a girl uh, at the from the UCLA soccer team when it was Shout to Shantae. Hey, shout out, hey, shout,
2: shout, shout out to out. UCLA's
3: Shouts soccer out to team, UCLA man. female soccer team. She was so yeah. best friends there. And she, like, famously, whenever we would like have nights, we'd go like all do karaoke and shit. She would like always sing Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston songs. She had this whole thing where like she had like very close uh, thing with like her dad and her would do like father daughter dance to Whitney Houston songs. It was like a whole thing, dude. So one night we go, just random night, no real occasion. We're just getting fucked up on the weekend. or going to the club. And they, the girls all go. So the way that the club was structured, you go in, and then there's the bathroom first. This little like hallway. And then you go in, and it like opens up the big club. So then the girls, Shantae included, goes into the bathroom. And they're in there for like 25 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I, like a long-ass time, I, I thought someone was barfing or something. So I go in there. And right as I go in, Shantae comes out smashes the door open and goes oh my god victor and then i was like what and then boom, the door smashes open again and out comes fucking whitney houston in a mink coat dragging on the in the like the shitty club ground and i'll never forget black and white nike nike dunks and like a like a, like a tina turner looking um like sequin like just slip on dress and like she had like crazy like short like hair And she was just acting fucking crazy. Like she was acting just like that, like saying, like making noises, acting crazy. And then Shantae was like, I just met Whitney Houston in the bathroom. She's like fucking bawling. And I'm like, I was so like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm like, I'm watching and Whitney Houston's by herself. No entourage, no like security guard, not even like female friends with her. She's in the mink coat in Dunks. Rah, like doing strange motions, goes to, I've never seen this to this day of my years working around or DJing in nightclubs, she goes to the fucking uh, bar and orders chicken strips, you guys, I'm not joking you, orders like six or seven or eight chicken strips on a white plate with like celery and carrots and like sour cream and ha- holds it like this and rah, and just walks back to her table In the mink coat with like crazy glasses on and starts chucking the chicken into the crowd i'm not kidding dude she was chucking first off, i've never seen anybody in my life order food at a club i don't even know that's how you you could do that (laughs) so that was my first like uh, but then when he was taking a bite and just chucking it at people into the crowd like below and then that was crazy and then a week later she was dead it was Yeah, a week later, she was found dead in the Beverly Hilton in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah,
4: bro,
1: Holy it was
3: shit. crazy. It was crazy.
4: That's insane wow. and incredibly sad.
3: Incredibly sad. She did not act like a per person. I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it was the wildest. It was the. It was the most like not. of like a, a, let's call her like a classic celebrity, you know what I mean, like a classic singer, whatever. It was the the closest that I've gotten to a person like that in this kind of environment where there was no like, you know, like a book signing or some bullshit, you know what Mm I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Oh, hi, shake hands with fucking, I don't know. It was just like visceral, like animal kingdom, crazy. She like pushed past me and like mink flying everywhere. It was wow. crazy, Like a dude. little
4: too real. It was too it
3: was yeah, exactly. Because I was like, wow. wow, we were all like, she doesn't doesn't she doesn't look well. Something's wow. not something's not good, and then boom, a week later she was gone. Damn. You know, crazy. No. <laughs> no entourage, no like security guard even at her table, or maybe he there was and they like she like slipped away.
4: She was just out there. Yeah. Bro, it was crazy. in the world by herself that is terrifying yeah dude god damn
1: crazy, Whoa.
4: crazy. yeah golly crazy. crazy 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 yeah that's crazy
0: yeah well that tops any story uh yeah. we'll here <laughs> on the rest of this podcast ever so uh, yeah fuck.
3: So the fuck up damn i wonder if i can ever find fucking fucking photos from that night that was so
0: you have pictures of that
3: i think there's pictures like of that maybe my friends took of like her in the crowd or whatever, her table and shit, but Mm. it's, it's crazy, dude.
0: Was this on like the news or like, was this like TMZ, pre TMZ? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Kind of maybe, or Mm -hmm. maybe she wasn't like a hot enough topic.
4: Yeah. (sighs)
3: Wow. That's
4: intense, yo. That's crazy. Yeah. I had, I had
3: another, uh, story in that, in that, uh, in that same club at Playhouse, um, Ti and his wife uh, tried to—I uh, don't think tried. I think they succeeded. They tried to fuck one of the college girls from my uh, party bus.
2: Oh wow! And, so these and- allegations are, yeah, this
3: uh, is yeah. Everyone, anyone, everyone knows. I mean, Tiny would go around with a lawyer, like the dorkiest, uh, like a lawyer. He looked like a TV lawyer, like uh, with the fucking thing, and then the fucking tie in the club, sweating with a briefcase. And if the girl was like, "Yeah, I'll fucking fuck around with y'all," he would bust open the briefcase in the club. Wow. Yeah. So technically, you know, they were trying to get a consensual situation happening, but. Consensual non disclosure agreement. A a consensual NDA to a drunk chick that's like falling over. Yes.
0: Yo. Wow.
4: (laughs) I love T.I. (laughs) All fucked up. (laughs) I
3: loved Heya. Yeah. Let's fucking. Yeah.
0: (laughs) My mind is blown. That's (laughs) crazy. Yeah. Neek,
4: take it away. Yo, speaking of chicken fingers. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Segway
2: Kings. Segway, King. Segway wow, Kings. We've Done this a long time. We got real
4: good at it.
1: The Kings.
4: So, my new job is to get DJs endorsed by fast food establishments. uh sure, Travis Scott. On. Yeah. Right. You see. It's you much, got right on that. Sorry, so. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, what is Victor's spot? What is your order? Where is it? Where Where are we getting endorsed? What are we I, doing?
3: I'm not joking. I I the I, the KFC spicy chicken is unbelievable. It's unbelievable, dude. It, they somebody the Nashville it with, hot. Somebody made it with love, dude, or some, <laughs> some overlord. <laughs> No, like every bite is some good shit happening. Like, don't you hate it when you bite into a thing and then it's like dry a little bit, then you gotta bite into the. I hate that. You gotta bite again. In in sandwiches and burritos in general, it's like, why are you giving me the the bullshit, dude? Don't give me the bullshit, dude. Give me the good thing the whole time. I could make the bullshit at home off a fucking YouTube video where I fail miserably. I came here and gave you my hard-earned fucking bitcoins at this fucking establishment to, to fucking get the fucking wet bites every bite, dude. This is, hey, is it America. the Nashville
4: hot one at KFC? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I just oh, had whatever. that for the first time last
3: week. It's it's good, right? It's like it's dude, delicious. I, <laughs> I wish it was a diet based around just eating that all the time every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell me your entire combo. We K- KFC though, um, dude. I just had a fucking dude. I had the the drink and the and the sandwich and the see, and I had a biscuit just because, like, you know I don't usually have a biscuit. Well, okay, actually. I was like running to get here because you know he when you he sh- when he showed me the picture of you guys all set up and like looking disappointed in me as a human being. <laughs> it, lit a, it, lit a, it, it lit a it he he knows it lit a fire on my on my on my ass. So I ran, but I unfortunately was uh, running and perspiring while eating the biscuit. Yes, so you know the old adage. Yes. You know the old adage, can't, so breathe. can't breathe. Can't <laughs> breathe. Yes. You can't, it gets, it makes you get expanding. cotton mouth, man. It gets cotton mouth. It's so like, all it of like, the moisture in your mouth. It was like being on Molly, but nothing <laughs> yeah. good was happening. No, no, of the no upsides. good fun. None yeah. of the upsides, just all of the bads. It was like a, it was like a don't do Molly simulator, dude. So it, it, it was like, they should. they should do that, you know. So, yeah, it was so bad and I was like trying to and I was I was also I just bought like a monitor, or I brought a monitor, speaker, so I was carrying a speaker up the stairs, oh, chewing. I'm just to... <laughs> So moisture was rapidly exiting my body, but moisture was completely not existing in my mouth. So inhaling was just a dry biscuit, dust, biscuit dust. Just reverse
4: waterboarding.
3: <laughs> exactly. It was, like, it was like it was like Guantanamo Bay, but saltier. <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: <laughs> saltier, flakier, and butterier.
1: Awesome. KFC, it, a awesome. secret KFC. <laughs> of <herbs and> spices. <laughs> Don't experience?
3: forget to be thirsty while you're hungry," says the girl. <laughs> while all you eat that. a biscuit. While you eat a biscuit, yeah.
4: Are you? What is your side? Are you going with the French fries and the biscuit, or are you do? Because I know it comes in the combo box.
3: I did. I did just. Uh, I did just uh, a biscuit because it got. It got too. Sandwich good. biscuit. You know what? I, okay, if I know this is this is. Let's let's, do, let's talk a real. Like, <laughs> like, get real if, with if me. We're, if we're here, <laughs> let, let's get real, dude. If we're fucking here, I just realized we're fucking around. Like, like, dude, in a, like, it, like, there's a whole thing. I don't know. You, you guys are not from California, obviously, or you guys aren't California. Okay, but you know, there's the whole conversation about fucking in and out and how. Okay, like, yeah. In yeah. And, out, mm-hmm. and out. It's like, first off, fucking get a hobby and do, talk about something else. Number one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do other things like read a book, do drink some water, and don't <laughs> talk about that. You know what I mean? Do that. That's just a suggestion. I don't know. I'm not a fucking guru, but stop talking about that shit. It's stupid. And uh, fuck in and out also because. It gets everywhere, and usually you're eating it on the way somewhere. So you have to eat it in your fucking car, and also COVID, so you don't want to fucking kill small children by breathing on them while you're eating it, and it's like (laughs) a terrible thing. So, but it's so messy. So, like, what I love about my fast foods, I like this chicken sandwich. Is like you get so much, but you can kind of ball it up. You know, it's like Uh eating a delicious baseball glove. You know. Uh it doesn't get everywhere. You know, just like the Crunch Wrap Supreme, it doesn't get everywhere. All of the good shit is right there happening. You don't have to like think extra. Again, I don't go to a fast food place to start th- getting philosophical about what the fuck is happening with the sauces and the things shooting out in different directions. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. I could do that at home. I could do that in my house for zero dollars. I came here in an act of desperation and pure shame. What did you- <laughs> have at least a moment of joy, comfort and just streamlined uh, dining experience. I don't want to fu- am not a fucking sommelier, okay? <laughs> Put the stupid thing in a fried thing and just let me fucking have it in a thing. So, right. Crunchwrap so- cream, fucking chicken sandwich. Even fries, you know, are, are getting too messy for me nowadays. Now there's like just <laughs>
1: give me the biscuit
3: and the thing and then the, eat the baseball and the baseball glove, and then be happy and go home.
1: There you go. Do you
4: do you put anything on your biscuit, or do you just throw that motherfucker back? So I I had to throw. I was put in a desperate situation again. I was I was <laughs> running. I, la-
3: I was running to this.
2: He saw I, how pissed we were.
3: I want you guys to know that I risked my life. Is really the subtext here? To, to, to <laughs> I could have. I appreciate
4: that. And the thing
3: is, I could have. I could have died at the door, suffocating on the biscuit. And you yes, you like, Victor's just an asshole. And that's <laughs> that would have been how I and went. Yeah,
4: and then we never would have yeah, known. that, we never, yeah. Yeah. Known. Fuck like, that dude, guy, dude. Guy's dude. flake. Fuck that guy, dude. Flake. See? Dead. He's flake. Dead. Killed yeah.
3: by a biscuit. It's yep. all fucking time is a yep. flat circle.
4: A, a very flaky biscuit. A flaky
3: biscuit, and then I'm dead. What is you know, the about, beverage? Uh, Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist. Yeah, because I'm always hot. I'm like hot right now, even in this in this uh, conversation. And it's just it's something about the lime is so refreshing, you know. Mm. Oh,
0: like, I hate Sierra Mist I do too. <laughs> or
3: whatever. It, it's all they had. They didn't have like Seven Up and shit. Yeah, oh, Pepsi that, fair, products. Fair. Yeah, Pepsi they are Pepsi. products. Yeah. Oh, dude, nothing in the world is worse than diet Pepsi from like a Ugh. a machine. It's Ugh. like paste, pasty water, sandpaper water. Ow. It's like, I've never had that.
4: That's well, you know, when you it. wet sand something and you have to soak the sandpaper in the you water, have to drink it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. diet. That yeah, waste, exactly
3: fountain. waste not want not with a hint of caramel. <laughs> <laughs>
4: just a skosh, just a, sk- just a little, a drizzle, just a little, a wink of caramel. Yeah, a little, little
2: eyedropper caramel. <laughs> yeah. eye caramel. There you go. Cool.
1: A Wink of it's Caramel. A little
4: whisper of Caramel. A Wink of, right of Caramel is top. actually,
3: that that's my dubstep side project that I was going to announce. Yeah, oh, oh I, I, love <laughs> I love it. I love it. Don't that. let Kutso know. Don't yeah, let don't let Kutso know. Kutso will, will take her. that name, man. You will
4: take the name immediately.
0: Good Lord. A wink of
4: Caramel.
0: Two questions. Yeah. First concert, favorite concert. Um, my first concert, actually, believe
3: it or not, was The Who. Mm. Whoa! I, yeah, in Man. in the shoreline amphitheater in in the Bay Area over here, and I that's when I was like, I guess I was like in high school. I was like, it was the time where I started listening to like David Bowie and shit. I honestly was one of those people that I didn't have any musical taste until I like hit middle schoolish or high school where it was like, oh, you have to have a taste in order to like, you know, be a human and like a group of, of people. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I didn't really care about music at all. And again, guys, I mean I ended up doing opera. I mean that was gonna be like my my thing in my life before I moved to LA and started doing everything else. But I didn't think I was gonna be doing any kind of music, but I just fell head over the heels with, with like classic rocket and stuff. And I saw the Who and I remember distinctly I remember distinctly that I was like, dude, these fuckers are tired as fuck. <laughs> and this was like, dude, this was like fucking 15 years ago, too. Yeah. So, imagine how tired they are now as fuck. Yeah. But they were tired as fuck then. And like, <laughs> I, could, I, I loved the Who. I mean, I didn't like them as much as I liked the other like British whatever fucking bands. But I was like, okay, this is gonna be tight. But they, I just remember distinctly going, even as excited I was, as I was to see them at my first concert and everything, I was like, damn, they look pissed. <laughs> do know, no, straight up, they look really mad. They look, this is not good. Um, you know, you know, like you, you if you see Harrison Ford in like any movie now, and like he's kind of <laughs> like, yeah, you know, they were, they were pissed. You know, like even Harrison though Harrison Ford was pissed in that new Star <laughs> Wars movie, he was <laughs> mad. He was mad in You're the Blade, movie. Blade Runner he was like, "What the fuck?" Man? Okay, fine. He didn't want to be
2: there. Though, That's why he said, "Kill me off." Is that my yet or what? Don't bring just me back out.
3: for the please, fucking sequels What are you just, doing? Kill me up. You know what? Throw me off a fucking bridge Okay, yeah. okay, Harrison, fine, Cal- calm down We'll throw you off a bridge Okay. <laughs> so that's what, that's what Pete Townsend looked like He just looked so like See, that's another one of those things that I was trying to say earlier All jokes aside, well, I guess it's still a fucking joke But they, when you fall into Like this goop of Being This person And You you can't when you cross the line of you don't you don't have the agency anymore of you're allowed to like it or hate it Mm -hmm. that's that's painful as fuck Mm -hmm. what like that hurts when that fool was doing the windmill on there and he looked like he like you know was thinking about if he fucking left the oven on in his fucking mansion before he fucking left I was like bro like I'm sorry that we made you do this dude I know you need the money and shit but I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. Shoreline I'm still fucking be laughing that dance, man. That's funny, But you know what I'm saying? It I know exactly what you're saying. But I was like 15 and like hella gung-ho. I don't know anything about fucking anything in the world. And I felt that... Like that kind of... Uh, Uncle Pete Townsend's not... Uh, something. He doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to... I mean, he wants to be here because look at the look at the checkbook. Because he has to be here. Yeah, look at the money, but... yeah, mm, um, I don't know. I also oh. could be mis- misconstruing that completely, but... Now that I'm older and looking around, (laughs) I'm realizing that there was probably some truth to that, Uh, my favorite, my favorite concert, my favorite concert, I I swear to you guys um, uh, was uh, hard fest. Uh, I don't know when it was, how many years ago it was, but I can date it by these guys performance. It was like one of the first raves that I went to when I was because at that point when I was living in LA, one of the things that we were doing with these party buses is we were bringing the kids to the raves too. We would take, pick them up at UCLA, pick them up at USC at the colleges and take them. They would get fucked up. And then we would take them back to the colleges, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, It was good times. And I went one time because we had like 10 buses or some shit that were going to this hard fest in Los Angeles. And I had to be sober. I had to be sober. I couldn't like get away. I couldn't drink, couldn't do smoke, couldn't do shit. So I was completely sober at this hard fest and drinking Red Bulls. Had one of the most amazing times. And I saw tonight, T N H D. hmm I was like, and this was right when Yeezus came out or right mm-hmm. after Blood on the mm-hmm. Leaves, right? Yep. And I was like, oh, I know, I know a couple of their songs. I'll go see them. And I was sober too. And I mean, I there, there must be like recordings of it. But dude, it was fucking unbelievable. Mm. Like something about their kind of comparatively grimy lighting setup. The lights were, it wasn't so much, you know, it wasn't like EDM neon like fucking dragons and shit. It was just like kind of weird blasts of light yeah something and it just works so well with the music and the attitude and i was just smacked so hard in the face by that performance i mean guys there's got to be like a record. There has to it was it was their last like hard fest performance ever so that's i I could probably look it up but dude i was just like fucking shocked and they and they just played their own music that was the other Mm -hmm. thing they just played all their and they had a lot of hits and they had like a whole encore with blood on the leaves they played like their version and then like the huge thing and they did the fucking kanye verse and they did everything it was so and i the speakers blew out like the speakers actually blew out by the end of their set so it was even more raw it was just completely distorted flat crazy sounds and i was like my god like this is this is beyond i mean to me what how i felt from that was like this is beyond like a edm lol put your hands up thing cuz they you know mm. they weren't screaming at the mic and shit they were just playing their shit and man it was so powerful mm that was one of those things that it was like it made me so want to like more dj and like go do that it was ugh, it was amazing
0: damn yeah i've only i've been fortunate enough to dj with hudson mohawk a couple times i've been mm. fortunate enough to see him a couple times um with a band he was on he did a tour with the dream oh, where it was what? hudson mohawk and the dream yeah 20 20 dollar
2: 20 dollar ticket it was a great right. tour about that show, what Whoa, was it? $20 for TV you? Uh, it was free for me. It was free. Oh, my, my, bad. On, bro. my on, bad, bro. Come on, my bad. I should have known. Come on, bro. I forgot the dream, who the fuck I was talking to. My this fault. fucking phenom, the bro. Relax. My fault. my fault. My fault. I'm relaxed. He was walking around my his bad. apartment
3: looking for a $20 bill, bro. going to Come find it. Was that 20? <laughs> was that 20 from that one show? God damn
0: it. Exactly. <laughs> the fuck let him in here. <laughs> it was Hudson Mohawk opening up for the dream what the who w- had four Color Zach djing for the dream
4: Wait, what sick
0: that's sick and it was pouring it was raining sideways here in chicago
3: oh.
0: um and it was very poorly attended unfortunately yo the dream is so sick so sick oh my it's god it's the dream Revisit, yeah,
3: go revisit his shit, dude. It, it it stands up like crazy. Yeah, From a pure like production and like music, like standpoint.
0: When you think like about it, two perfect people. behind the scenes people it's Hudson Mohawk and it's the dream. Like, well,
2: yeah, and they work together with you know all the Kanye stuff. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. writing together with all that. They got you know all credited for all that stuff.
0: Yeah, and and Zach made a version of Little Red Corvette into Yamaha that the Dream performed live. And because I was it's the same like, song. Yeah, I was I was just yeah. like I was like, dude, this is how it should be played. Like <laughs> you're you're giving him the versions of the songs how they need to be played. Yeah, how, how the viewer needs to hear them and see them. Yeah, so
3: amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you, Hudson Mohawk. And uh, Lunice are both geniuses. I've seen them separately. Um, nuts. Tonight is such a sick project. Yeah. And I'm so
3: glad they're not coming back. And like, no no sarcasm. Like, it happened. It was mm-hmm. fucking, everyone bowed the fuck down. And then and that's it. Yep. That's how I think it has to be. You know, yep. again, I, I in a strange way, you know what I'm about to say is like, you're never going to see Lunice doing the fucking windmill yeah and, and crying out of one eye you know what I mean like it's, not, it's, it's just not you know what I mean and then you yeah. getting the paycheck and you know wiping off the tear but yeah. there was still a tear that was yeah. bad <laughs> you know what I mean tear, tear could have been avoided
0: right yeah. yeah yeah that's how I feel about Daft Punk though like yeah, it right. was a time it was a thing it was the best thing I don't want to see it in 30 years for people that are like oh I know this from TikTok and you're like oh
3: God, oh Jesus! From Fortnite, oh, I did the Fortnite. Song. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're like, oh. not to gatekeep, not to yeah, gatekeep, no, no, no,
3: no, for sure, because
0: that's that's heading towards that territory. Right. But it's Daft Punk, you yeah. know, and 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 I don't, I think it would be a disservice for someone. Um, to be like, oh, that's that band from Random Access Memories, because it's oh, yeah. so much more. Of course, it's yeah. so much more. Even though that's album. an amazing album, you they changed know,
3: the world, yeah, they changed, they changed the everything, changed everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: and, but yeah, I see. Mm, I know this is like a like a testy subject, but like Justice, like I don't like the stuff that they did since, and I, I don't like the new stuff. Oh, uh, and they're all French, you know. They have that same kind of mentality of like they really are doing the art, they really are doing the shit, like to do it. But mm, it's hard
4: to like it. You do? You do Yeah, you I'm like really it. I'm really into like I guess i c I'm kind of a stand cause stand because I'm really into like all the later stuff.
3: The late it's, all the
4: later stuff. So, like, like like, everything after cross I think is still good. Oh okay. But that yeah. I mean I like tomato, Randy, tomato.
3: I like the audio video disco, I liked it, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I oh, well how about this?
4: I think Gaspar solo stuff right now.
3: Oh yeah, that I just gotta. I just yeah, I just I just also about that. But you know what I think it was actually. You know what I think it was. Here's what it was, um. Especially because like that is like all that stuff. That is the music that I. That's all I think about when I. Whenever I create, I. That's who I'm like plugging into. No matter what. Even if mm-hmm. I'm making like my more modern like remixes or productions and stuff. That's what I'm always holding as like a standard. But like at the same time, like I think the issue was, and also when Random Access Memories came out, that th- unfortunately the the filter that it came through to me was through, like, fucking EDM blogs, right? Mm. Which would be talking about Hardwell's fucking (laughs) latest (laughs) podcast episode, and then, okay, here's audio-video disco by Justice. Mm -hmm. Something about that positioning, maybe, is what soured it to me, because I got so used to, which I'm sure a lot of us did, once EDM became this commodified fucking shithole, you know, where people are, like, making, you know, blogs, and it was kind of difficult for me to take it seriously, I guess, as the bottom line. When that's when I was learning about it, right? I, that makes sense. You guys, you guys sense. see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. 100. You know, you, he still farted, and oh, you
4: know, Justice has a new. Here's
3: Justice' new album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it gets yeah. lost in the fluffy fucking
1: yep. bullshit. Yeah,
4: I can see that. Yeah, I guess living in Las Vegas during like working in the clubs in that era, Justice was never in the clubs in Vegas. Mm so like dance was like but more with the open format guys than it was like the um like the edm guys like justice never got the big commercial vegas because vegas is late like if it's a monumental hit that's when they'll play it Mm -hmm. or like they'll be hip to something like later but it's never like ahead of the curve for the most part um and justice was never played in the club because it wasn't like a yeah. pop hit. No, so feel- when I heard it, it f- even the new, the new, the later stuff, I should say not newer, but later stuff still felt very much like underground musicianship versus like the Tiestos and the Afro Jacks or whatever yeah. the hell was going on at that yeah. time.
3: And listen, mm. I I love that shit. You know, I like that. I have, a, you know, I got a soft spot for all that shit too, but it's just that I think, you know, you can't compare the process of music making that, Justice goes to to make an album, and Afrojack just dropped a new single. Afrojack just dropped a new remix. You know what
4: I mean? And yeah, just, that's the filter. I, it's coming in. I totally. You know what I mean?
3: I was just like, oh god, you, you, you uh, your, your eyes just roll preemptively. So by the time they're talking about Justice, you're like already so, you're, you're so numb in the face. You're like, oh fuck, I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear anything from. I don't want to hear no more. Enough. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs>
4: um.
0: We had Treasure Fingers on the podcast a couple of weeks ago for he our is. one year. He's got, he's got, yeah. shout out to the fucking shout out
4: to Woodstock. I want to, I want to,
0: pro- I want to propose the same question to you as we asked him: What are your top three Bloghouse era songs?
3: Um, 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 fucking, uh, uh, oh my god! Come on, dude. It's um, uh, you're gonna want me And if you want me Oh, come on, dude Okay, hold on, hold on.
2: Colin, what's up?
0: Colin Come, come on, dude Colin Come
3: on, hold on you this, gonna is want LA, this is
0: some LA, UCLA shit, bro No, dude.
3: Tiga, Tiga, you're gonna want me Hey Today remix Turn that turn that shit on real quick
0: when You know this that? song,
3: dude T-I-G-A, you're gonna want me Tiga This is September 17th
2: You're gonna want me the Hey Today remix? Yeah Okay
0: Yep. Yeah,
4: there's this, a lot of them. Go this, to go um,
0: There's uh, some um, gotta dance dirty shit. Yeah. Go Damn, to
4: you know it's good because it's only on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs>
3: no, it's on, it's on, Spotify. on Spotify. Go to go to two forty two minute forty eight seconds on that song. Two two minute forty six. You don't remember this one?
4: Yes, 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 yes.
3: And then when you hear the drop, every season.
4: Yeah. I get hype when I hear this shit, and it's a song that I forgot about. Yeah.
0: I've never heard this. Really? I've never heard this.
3: That was my that was my shit, dude. Um,
0: Which is impressive because I was right there in the thick of it, downloading 128 all day. Really dude, I
3: also, also, I have I have a big theory right now. I have a oh, dude. I have a big theory that this this kind of shit this this shit has this is gonna be the main shit right now. And I'm not just saying that from no fucking in my day shit. Like the 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 minds. Well, first off, you know what dance. What dance music has turned into right now is, I I don't want to, I, I want to go further than just saying it's formulaic, because formulaic implies that, you know, like when you say formulaic pop music, okay, you can have a Katy Perry firework song and like a fucking Kesha, some other song. Y- they're still going to sound like different songs. Does that make sense? There's still going to be different compositions. There's still going to be different instruments. There's still going to be Benny Blanco doing his thing here and fucking this Uh guy doing his thing over here. Mm -hmm. So yes, even though it's verse, chorus, verse, blah, 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 yes, it's formulaic, but at least instrument. Guys, it's formulaic and the instruments are the same and the samples are the same and the vocals are the same and everything is the same. Mm -hmm. So we've gone now into a valley of past it's formulaic to it's like this weird arms race of everybody is just trying to do 1% better than, like, right now, like, just 1% better than Fisher losing it. Let's just go, Mm. like, this much better than him. Oh, let's make sure no one gets too much better than him. Okay, now I'm just going to go a little bit more better than him. And then that happens for, like, a year, a couple of years. And then people try to, like, pivot to sounding like that. And then they get pigeonholed in that. And then nothing happens not just nothing happens until somebody goes in and does like a fisher type of song with a different synth and they go oh yeah that's the shit mm-hmm. you, you see what i'm saying how that's a problem like you mm-hmm. did the same song but you added one different sound and that's a revolution now mm-hmm. yeah. that is not good like you can't that's not sustainable yeah because at one point humans the listeners you can't fool them forever you right. can't fool them for a long time and as music producers you know i actually have students now in this quarantine like i have like a lot of students i've never done like teaching before but now i have people that are like interested in learning from me what i'm really like narrowing the down to is that music production it's you're just tricking your especially when it comes to dance music you're just doing dirty tricks on your audience it's just psychological warfare on your audience you're taking the bass out at some strategic time and bringing the bass back at another strategic time that's all fine and dandy but when that like formulaic aspect of it becomes the entire genre like that is the genre like the base is off here and the base is on here humans at one point are gonna go i get it and you know, <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and the problem with that is you have the psychology of up and coming people i'm going to get to the, my point of why i think this is this type of music is coming back is that you get to the point where people they're just doing it over and over again and when when up and coming kids start going, okay, I can I can do a Fisher track, I can do this fucking shit. Just download two sample packs and do a thing and put a little vocal there. When the barrier of entry becomes so low and it becomes so saturated, the psychology of the the market of music listeners is that they start even more doubling down on the biggest people in the scene, the most known acts in the scene, because they go, well, if I look outwards, I mean, again, this is like a you know generalization, but it it gives it, it the the. the middle class starts disappearing basically when it comes to music and music producers, right? Because the people who are at the top, they either have ghost producers or they know how to produce very, very well and they can make the genre and all they have to do is change one little thing and that becomes the next thing. And then the people that come up that are like up and coming artists, they're spending months, they're months behind trying to get good at the, do you you guys kind of see what I'm saying?
2: I see exactly. So so
3: So what's going to happen right now is the music that I think is going to really come out of this now that like shows are coming back, now that like everything's coming back, the songs that are dance songs that are, that are actual anthems that actually are, m- are gonna be more structured like pop songs in the sense of like, there's not like drop build up that whole formula to it, just songs that actually speak, like being able to like dance to a pop song, not dance to a house track because you have the build up here and then you have the drop over here, right? And I yeah. think a lot of these blog house songs You didn't need like the original mix or the club mix because a lot of people just listen to them as they were you know people wanted to hear they wanted like uh the crookers day and night like the one of the biggest that's that's maybe my second song from Mm -hmm. that era Mm -hmm. but crookers day and night the intro of that song is part of the song Mm -hmm. yeah you know what i mean you wait you you know that that song is playing because that intro is playing. Mm -hmm. now. And for a long time, the intro has been this throwaway utilitarian tool for DJs to mix in with, you know? So I think right now, the people that are really going to stand out are the ones that kind of start treating it again as like, you know, like, like heads will, heads will roll remix. Same thing, you know, heads will roll remix. The intro was part of the song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think it, I think this kind of thing is going to come back because people are going to realize you can't just, you can't just like do a 0.1% better than the last thing that was popular. Mm-hmm. Like the rat race, like the bubble has burst. I think the bubble has burst on just like being kind of good enough. Like, I think people are so, so, so ready for something that's fresh. That's a fresh take. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, um, I, I don't know if, you know, if you know, uh, you know the record label, Noir, Noir Sur Blanc?
1: It's a French no. record
3: label. I'll send you the, the music there. They're making this kind of stuff right now, but, they're french and they're like a small label so they're not really going to they can't make an impact but they're making this kind of music right now they just goes to show that people are capable of making this kind of stuff like anthems you know club anthems Hmm. um but yeah i mean i don't know are you guys also producers as well i mean i I don't Mm -hmm.
1: don't
3: know Yeah. so I, i mean i just think that like i just think people are people are tired of the hearing the same samples and hearing the same shit and like it's going to take somebody that's a little bit on crack enough to just go, OK, I'm not going to. I'm bored, you know, I'm bored of making this shit. I can't right. make another. I, I, as a regular music producer, cannot make it with a Chami song. I can't mm-hmm. make another Fisher track. Right. You have to get bored and pissed at the same time. And that's why I hope, like, in quarantine, like a lot of people have been faced, a lot of like producers that never cracked it and never made it. They were kind of faced or never got DJ gigs, you know, that were kind of like up and coming then quarantine hit, they kind of were faced with a situation where they're like, well, shit, I never got to shine with the shit that I was about to do. So you have two choices, really. Either completely go against the grain of everything that's happening in order to stand out, or just continue now. Because the thing, now that shows are coming back, it's going to be more difficult than ever for an up-and-coming DJ producer kid to get a slot. Because now, homies got to recoup all the money that they lost last year.
1: Mm -hmm. So they're yeah. not
3: going. Go they're not going to go and take a chance on a guy that sounds like a pretty good copy of Fisher. It's either going to be Fisher, or they're just not going to do it.
1: Right, one hundred percent.
3: Right. So, so I think right now, and this is the thing. On my, I'm going on a real fucking tangent right now. But as you can see, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot. Um, but like in one of my things right now in my in my Twitch streams that I do, I don't even do like production streams or nothing like that. I just do demo feedbacks where I have kids from. I don't care what level of. Uh,
2: That's what I was going to touch on. Keep, yeah, yeah. keep talking, yeah. Because I, I love, I love what you're doing. On, oh, thank you, thank you, thank
3: stream, you so man. much. That's- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my whole, my whole mindset has changed about that shit, because I've one of my big things right now is that a music producer on the internet. I don't care what genre, not just EDM, anything. Music producer on the internet is the most susceptible class of human on the internet for scams, for schemes, for getting fucking taken advantage of, for getting uh, fucking finessed. Uh, for getting their shit stolen, for getting their uh, whatever, they're the most susceptible people on the fucking internet and maybe on, on in the world because you have these people that are so fucking eager and that mm-hmm. are so like interested in creating something interesting and something useful and something you know art whatever. They taught themselves. These are these are people that were like whatever. They had some other passion in life than they like. Oh, I can do this EDM shit, and they learn fucking Ableton and they watch YouTube videos. These people are doing this shit in in earnest. They don't have any kind of jaded. Well, i'm I'm learning Ableton as a fuck you to my failed whatever career. Th- there's none of that shit, especially people that are like really new, like right now, this year, last year. So what I'm trying to tell them is like you have power. You can do something that ninety nine point nine percent of the people of the population of the world cannot do. So stop acting like it- it's nothing that you're able to literally complete an entire <clears throat> song or a catalog of songs. Like, the problem is that these kids, they go and they think, oh, I didn't get any views on it. I didn't get any likes on it. My shit's trash. And as long as people can continue to be tricked into thinking that, then there's always going to be gatekeeping. Yep. There's always going to be somebody that can go and take advantage of them and says, well, you don't get them any likes, but if you fucking give me your track and I give you fucking 100 bucks for it, eh, you was... See? And see, and
2: that's what I admire about your, your, your Twitch and and why why it is necessary because i was looking at some of the producers that that you're looking at uh who Pol- polar bear oh my polar god polar bear you had him a couple times and he doesn't even have a lot of people f- on his instagram following and nothing. it's your your twitch is so necessary because it um you know it, it gives them encouragement cuz you you're really you're really big enough these people man and i and it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, growing up, growing up or or you see now you're like, you see these kids playing football, and you're like, oh God, they had that that gear. what if what if I had that gear when I was growing exactly. up? you know, exactly. and you're you're given that that voice that encourage encouraging voice to to let them know that so you, you just got don't fucking need it. it. It's
4: not necessary. Yeah.
3: exactly, dude. But you know, but part of that gear, and this is what I've understood through quarantine now that i saw like a lot of people fall off on quarantine like producers like it's another thing that i talk about on my on my uh, on my twitch talent is completely bullshit when mm-hmm. someone says he's talented fuck what i i pr- it's become like now gospel in my fucking in my things when someone goes oh well he's better i'm better i'm worse i t- I, I literally on the screen i go to fiverr.com and i type in edm song i type in dubstep song I go, if you think the talent means something or you need it to fucking participate in this shit, I, for $25 right now, can fucking get some fucker in Oklahoma who lives in the fucking basement that just does this all day to make me a fully produced fucking dubstep song. And I can pay $25 to get all of the rights for it and it's my song. And I don't have to tell you about it and now I'm a talented dubstep producer. Mm. So don't... You can't sit there and tell me that what it's about is showing up. It's about showing up and having... It's not even about having the balls mm-hmm. be unique in the face of the bullshit that we are being forced to say is cool or think is cool and one of those things that you have to kind of push back against is that your worth as a person or your worth as a creative is based on your social media vanity numbers because another uh. thing about, the other thing about quarantine that has taught me is that the bubble has burst on having hella streams The bubble Mm -hmm. has burst on having hella likes because, again, I can go on a fucking website and I can get one million Spotify streams. And Spotify will still fucking pay me for it. That is a real thing. I can get two million YouTube subscribers and five million Instagram followers, and it doesn't mean shit. If you're not creating connections with the four people that watch your shit, with the three people that click on your stupid, derpy, uh, new album dropping tomorrow shit, if, you're like, if you act like Drake when you don't have any, like you can just fucking post a picture of yourself and not reply to anybody because you're too cool, then you're fucked. Then you're going to be like a, basically a slave to those vanity metrics because you don't know who your audience is. You, you, you see what I'm saying? You're going to yeah. sit there and you're going to be like, oh, well, I don't get enough likes, so I suck. And see, that becomes detrimental to the person, mm-hmm. first creatively, and then it becomes a huge detriment to their mental health. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest issues that happens to a lot of these kids is they lose faith in themselves on a creative level, and then they start resenting themselves. They start resenting the music, they start resenting they don't get enough likes for the shit that I post, then they go, wait, am I a shitty producer? Wait, am I a shitty person? That sounds like some hokey pokey shit, but that's the path that you see all of the fucking time. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to say is that the way to push back against that is, talk to people. Yeah, Put some shit out and... Everybody that isn't your grandma and your girlfriend that clicks like, if it's Steve from fucking whatever, or if there's people out there, and I'm sure you guys see this on other artists' things, especially up-and-coming people, somebody goes and types, hey, bro, your shit sick. And they'll never respond to that, or if they do, they'll say thank you, which, again, thank you, heart emoji, doesn't mean shit. Right. <laughs> That's somebody throwing you a bone and saying, hey, I'm a complete stranger, you're a complete fucking nobody, I you like flowers. you, I'm giving you something. Yeah. 99% of people spend all their time Being on Skrillex's fucking Instagram page Where he doesn't respond to fucking anybody Thinking I gotta do the same thing If I do the same thing I can become like Skrillex No If anyone has met, ever met Skrillex He's one of the most kindest fucking most gregarious Fucking people ever it, it makes sense that he scaled his career Oh and added a huge amount of like Creativity in his music and everything That combination is what made A person like that the person he is
1: mm-hmm. What
3: people think is that they think they can skate by mm-hmm. Hey I, I t- watched 10 YouTube tutorials and became a house music producer. And uh, here's my song. And uh, oh, fuck, why does nobody like it? Because well, nobody knows what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows who you are. So, what I try to. Nobody's to invested me, in you. At, at all, at all. And that's why, I, that's why I told them again I can go on Fiverr and I can make a better fucking house music track than any of you guys have ever made for $35 for some fucking kid in the Netherlands who that's all he does is like a hobby to make, uh, to make money. So, what's the missing piece? Is the missing piece, oh, I'm going to produce music, oh, and then sit. One of the biggest painful things for me is like when people are on social media complaining about social media. (laughs) (laughs) Use that 10 seconds that you type, man, y'all just like people with likes, too many followers. You could have used that moment to reach out to a stranger Mm -hmm. that fucked with your shit. And said, hey, dude, who are you? What's your name? What's your birthday? What kind of music do you like? make a connection with that person and then scale that see how that feels the worst that can happen is you start figuring out your target demographic this is one person that likes my shit he's not related to me he's not my boy Nobody's put a gun to his head to look at my shit he's looking at my shit so now you at least at the very least as, a, as an artist as an individual as a business person can look at a human and go okay well this is Kind of. This is the kind of age group. This is the kind of interest this person likes. Maybe I should start digging into that community of these kind of people and see if they're gonna more of them will like what I'm putting out. Mm-hmm. But no, people just go. I got five likes. This is a failure. Mm. I mm. I sincerely feel in this age of social media that you are one conversation away from something huge happening for you, and something huge happening for you as an upcoming artist is literally finding somebody that likes your fucking art. -hmm. That didn't like it yesterday. That is the biggest win that can happen to you, but people just shy away from it. People go, "I'm too cool. I can't do this shit," or whatever, and then they go, "Why is my shit not popping? Why is this not happening for me?" Because nobody knows you exist, you know. And that's what I try to tell these kids. I'm like, "Dude, yeah, you know, I can sit here, I can give you like advice and get the snare, make the snare louder," and (laughs) but that's not what matters. If I go and click on your shit. And your shit's all you complaining about fucking, uh, you know, the new Tiesto song's trash. Okay, well, that's, that's what you're spreading. That's what you're putting out. So there's no such thing as like, my brand is I make fun of people more famous than me. Nobody ever got anywhere with that. You know? Yeah. Hey, I talk shit about other artists bigger than me. Come listen to my music. That's right. But that's right. what people think. That's what people think that that is... Like some kind of selling point. Yeah. And it's painful to watch that shit because you can see the it's like a downward spiral. They go fuck. Well maybe people really aren't listening to me. Oh fuck, maybe I suck. Oh fuck, I do suck. And then that spreads into other parts of them. Oh man. It's it, I swear though, the, the the Twitch thing has been it's been more of like a psychological <laughs> exertion for me because I, I'm in, I'm investing <clears throat> in these people more than I ever have. Yeah. I'm, I'm forcing myself to because you know, I, I guys I have millions of uh you know, uh, millions of plays on YouTube. I have millions of mm-hmm. fucking streams on Spotify. It doesn't matter. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. And I know there's like some other, there's like old heads also that are even had like success in like the EDM whatever. Who you don't really hear from them anymore. The reason you don't hear from them anymore is because they get locked up in this weird limbo of like, I don't want to talk to anyone i don't want to like respond to fans i don't want to spread some kind of goodwill anymore like that like ran out so they just sit on their laurels and go this is trash that is trash this is trash it just makes sense why you don't hear from them anymore mm-hmm. you know sure. so, mm-hmm. so for me right now and, and i'll stop this tangent here but the point is that my shit with the twitch is that twitch in itself is such an incredible like equalizer because if you aren't connecting with people like, really, and making that the focal point of your broadcast. There's no like on Instagram where, like, you know, you can put, oh, fuck Tiesto, and then, like, you know, 20 bots that are just liking everything that says Tiesto want to accidentally like your shit. Right. You, you, do you guys see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it yeah. looks like, oh, damn, people love my fucking yep. dumbass opinion. That's not happening on Twitch. Mm-hmm. On Twitch, people are either there for you or you have two viewers. Mm-hmm. So for me, what I've realized is, all of the content and everything that I do needs to be about others. It has to be about maximizing the signal of other people. Whether it's young kids, whether it's people that are bigger than me, I had like a, the GTA uh, was doing music feedback with me a couple of weeks ago. You know, like I made it about them. Nothing is about me at at this point. Like if it's a kid that like I have a kid from my Discord community who. He's like just two months ago started producing music. He's got a platform with me too. Because again, for me, who knows, dude? He could be the next something. Mm -hmm. All it takes for a person like that is he either can have two... I could could give him two reactions. Hey, bro, you suck. Don't quit your day job. Or, dude, keep improving. You know what I mean? And sometimes that's all people need to hear. Then you have people that are super amazing (laughs) that show up in my Twitch stream... That are that are like I'm horrible. I suck. There's this one kid, Zaug Zog, that comes in, dude. He sings and produces, and he has an incredible voice. He sounds like fucking sounds like Post Malone. He's like, yeah, bro, I'm trash.
2: Oh yeah, I heard him. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: unbelievable, man. Like yeah, he he's
2: uh, the UK shit. the UK Post Malone.
3: Yeah, he sounds like UK Post yeah. Malone. Yeah, but he's some he's some kid from New York. Like he's it's some like like he's like an Indian kid or something from New York, but yeah, not, but but like, and he just incredibly fucking talented, but who knows his own personal insecurities, his own personal fucking Mm -hmm. stigmas. It's all on display. And I'm just like, bro, what do I have to tell you to show you that I mean that you're good? Mm -hmm. You know? And that's Mm -hmm. the thing, like these people are fighting against so many more forces and they think that, oh, if I just compress two, you know, four more baselines and you know, EQ six more snares, then they'll finally get signed to a record label. It's not about that. You gotta be able to cultivate some kind of goodwill. You mm-hmm. have to cultivate some kind of relationships, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to set an example with that. Like I go right. and I, I I tell these kids, Yo, I'll mix and master your track for free. I'm not gonna guarantee it's gonna be like the best thing ever, but I'll do. I'll give you thirty minutes, forty minutes, forty-five minutes of my fucking time because I have it. What other other than that? What am I gonna be doing? Fucking scrolling on fucking doom, scrolling on Instagram. Trust me, that was me, dude, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a million! I have millions streams on Spotify. Fuck these people! That is a losing ass mentality. You know, you 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 yeah. see your laurels and just lose, mm-hmm. and you 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 guys see that. You must see that everywhere. I mean, you see homies probably from this DJ world, from the fucking every world. You have guys that decide, nah, I'm too good, and they lose, and then the loses keep coming.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's so painful to watch because you can't tell them, hey, bro. It doesn't have to be like this because they'll feel attacked. They'll feel like wild animals trapped in a corner. And you guys know that during this quarantine shit, you guys must have seen people really lose it. Not just in like a, a financial way, but like in a they're losing their shit way. Mm-hmm. Because yep. they've based their self everything on some bullshit that's clearly fleeting. The right. entire music industry got boop, take the, yep. taken away in the snap of a finger. And for you to for not for you, but for anybody to base the reality on, like, oh, I was the guy that was backstage at shows, or I was the guy that was fucking in the photos with the you had you gotta take inventory at that point of what is fucking important to you. You know? Yeah. So yeah. anyway, big fucking tangent. Pardon me boys, big fucking tangent, but that's what this is you, for, man. You just you just yeah, went yeah. to the
2: you just went to the top Ooh. floor and dropped all them gems. <laughs>
3: But anyway, Just yeah. Uh, hey, today, hey today, hey uh, today. Tiga <laughs> remix and day and night yeah.
1: crookers.
0: Man.
3: Day and night crookers. Day and night crookers. And well,
0: night. I'm gonna send you a remix that I'm finally releasing. Yes. Uh, send him, you. You got a couple songs to send them. Yeah. Send me everything. Uh, I'm putting out a remix of uh, ELO Evil Woman on Friday nice. on Bandcamp. Nice. I have about 20 songs i to into. Nod. Audius. Oh, uh, audios,
3: audios, audios, A-
0: That's the one that actually paid the artist during the pandemic. Yeah,
3: Con- continues to pay. Yeah. Very cool. Wookie yeah. releasing all of his shit on there, um, all of his like mashups and stuff that he's doing on TikTok. He, I just heard it's the new SoundCloud, dude. It's incredible.
0: Mm. I, heard, I heard his uh, his uh, panda one more time in the White Sox stadium today at the baseball game.
3: Oh, genius, dude! It's so good
0: like dude everything he does uh i gotta text chris again because he needs to get on this podcast and talk yeah. music the guy's just he doesn't miss right now and exactly. <laughs> every video is fucking hysterical he's incredible man he's he's a great example of like
3: he could sit on his laurels dude he could yeah. he doesn't yeah. have to do anything
0: he i mean inner par- do- party systems yeah
3: already exactly <laughs> He he d- but yeah, there's that exactly. He could have been one of those people who's like, oh, electronic music, bro. That's for stupid, you know. Which, I mean, how it's almost a meme at this point. How when EDM was becoming big in America, how many rock people were suddenly like, oh, that shit's stupid too. Oh yeah, dude, I'm I'm managing like four dubstep acts like overnight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they, they, they their tone changed really fucking quickly once they started seeing people were showing up with fucking headphones and USBs and fucking collecting checks. So they were like, okay, that's that's pretty cool. Um, But yeah, well, we don't gotta pay for roadies, okay? (laughs) um, But like, but like, Wookie is such a great example of again, he's a household name essentially at this point. He doesn't have to make fucking TikToks, right? What is what is he? What does he need more likes? No, that's not why. That's the thing. The people that are in tune to like reality, they're not doing this shit to look cool. They're doing this shit because you need to keep an open line of communication with the people that fuck with you, because if not, they're gonna go listen to Tiesto, they're gonna go listen to Drake, they're gonna go listen to something that comes with a Michelin star for better or for worse. If fucking Tiesto, you know what you know what I'm saying? Why should they listen to you and not The Weeknd? Mm-hmm. Should they listen to you because you're complaining all day about how oh these IG models be getting so many fucking follows and I ain't got shit on? My... Why? Why should they l- listen to you and not the other thing? So I right. think like Wookiee is amazing because he found his way to talk to his people. He's still doing him. I think one of the things is that a lot of people are scared to just do them They because they think I have to fill into this mold and I have to like do this certain kind of thing. Otherwise, how are people going to receive me? Well, you're not going to fucking know unless you go try something. That's the other thing that I try to tell these kids in my Twitch stream. You're probably a weird kid that fucking likes anime and fucking has like another... Show people that the worst that can happen is some other fucking kid that likes anime and blah 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 but doesn't know how to fucking produce music is gonna look at you like you're God. Mm-hmm. Period. And that person becomes the what's what's the that's gonna be the the sermon with which I begin my fucking oh, fuck I don't know how the fucking the point is the, the mountain that he builds his fucking religion on or whatever you know it's yeah, that first yeah it's that oh, yeah. first that first fan, it could be that first person, the person you think, oh yeah, this kid's fucking annoying, he always reaches out to me when I post shit, but uh, you know, nobody else, do. but that's the kind of person that is your people. And that's mm-hmm. what he does, he talks to his people. And I think in this quarantine shit, you know, a lot of the people that didn't keep that line going, they're gonna have a rude awakening when it comes to bookings, when shit starts happening again. They're gonna be like, oh, where'd all those fans go? Like. Like for me, dude, on Spotify, I've again I keep saying this because I want this to be like the most anti-flex ever. I have I, I had my shit signed to spinning records and yada yada. Where the fuck are those fans? Where are they at? Do I have one email address from any of them? The answer is no, because that's how it works with a record label, and that's definitely how it works with Spotify. You are not getting any of your data. Mm-hmm. You are not getting any shit. <laughs> All Spotify will say is put you know put more shit on a platform. So. We're in a new era, dude, where you have to, if you want to crack it, you have to be a door to door salesman.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You have to yeah. look people in the eye, proverbially, you know, yeah. you have to look them in the eye and say, who are you? What do you like? Thank you for fucking with me. How can I be of service? You know, and that's kind of that's what I'm trying to do with the shit that I'm on right now, man. that's what I'm completely trying to make it about more than anything, because I feel like I missed out on a huge opportunity. When I did have those like big releases of the record label, and I kind of was like, "Thanks, <laughs> people that are fucking reaching out from other countries and saying they love my song. Thanks, what the fuck is thanks, dude?" Right. So for me right now, I'm like, "Listen, I'm I'm I want to rectify all of that moving forward." And mm-hmm. I I'm blessed. I have like a, I have a really amazing manager, John Riker. Uh, he does uh, KZo and Wax Motif, and I learned so much from him. And um it's kind of interesting like before the pandemic i kind of was in that position where i was always like dude i need gigs i need gigs i need gigs and he's like the gigs will come you got to like work on your other shit and i was like what the fuck does work on your other shit mean because my mindset was still look at my look at my numbers everyone's going to show up but that's not how it works there's too many options there's too many bigger people that are board certified that they are going, that people are going to spend their time on instead of you, unless you give them a reason to,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, so that's, mm-hmm. that's just where I'm at, man. That's my, my whole perspective now is outward, 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 outward.
0: Victor, we simply have to have you back on the show.
3: Hold Calm up. Down.
0: Hold There's up. no two Hold ways. Up. <laughs> Hold up.
2: Hold up. Hold up. A couple more questions.
1: Okay. Real quick. Let's Real it, quick.
2: Let's do it. Let's do it. We're 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 making our DJ biopic cinematic universe, okay? So in this DJ biopic cinematic universe, who is playing Goshfather? It can be anybody, dead or alive.
3: Uh, like a young Freddie Prince Jr.
2: <laughs> Boom, that'll work. That'll work. Where it, is he? It,
3: it, he's yeah, he's dead. He's dead.
2: Is he? Fuck, dude, I miss no. no R.I.P. R.I.P. I'm, I'm missing man. I'm, man. Knocking,
3: I'm knocking on my PC. Yeah, there you know. go. <laughs> I want him to like come back in like a Quentin Tarantino movie and be like, you know, some guy that does some like a fucking emotion. bad guy. Yeah, like a killer. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know what? R- rumor is he's coming back in um, Star Wars. Um, yeah. I don't want he, that. Well, he had his um he had his That's character in good, in Clone bad. Wars, so.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're gonna put his picture on the wall now?
3: Yeah, that's
4: cool. Yeah. Hey, yeah, man. <laughs> that's a I one. am I'm like, that's a whole different podcast. Mm. Fuck Star
3: Wars. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Uh I don't know. I don't know, I don't we'll know. know who would play me. Um yeah,
4: I don't know. I we'll
2: bring, stick with Freddie Prince Jr. I, like that, that's good, that's good. Good I like that one. That was a
4: good one. I like that. That's Freddy's a good guy. pick.
2: All that's right, so, pick. so we also have our uh our five on five podcast playlist on on Spotify that we're mm. that we're building right now. Great uh what song do we need to add to it
3: oh uh, of, of my music
2: of any any it
3: can music. be you guys but it add can my... be so i did a i did a song uh just recently called baby yoda but it's spelled bb yoda <laughs>
1: and
3: um i did it was, it was pretty much like the only well in in the in the pandemic i went on like a whole crazy um jeez that's a whole like another fucking two-hour conversation but i made <laughs> like 25 like lo-fi hip-hop songs okay because, uh, because i had it makes sense Man, I I had a, I got to tell you guys about like another, well, okay, so I I did that and like I had an epiphany because I was like, dude, people that are streamers and content creators, because there's going to be a a lot of them popping up, especially quarantine, they're going to need um, royalty free music because yeah, the record. Labels, if there's no shows, they're gonna come knocking like the fucking Iron Bank of Game of Thrones. They're gonna be like, if you say one Cardi B lyric, we'll shut down your whole fucking YouTube channel. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much what was happening, mm-hmm. right? The dmca's got really crazy mm-hmm. and it was very unabashed that the music industry was sending their dogs out. You know, they're like, we're not getting that back in. What is it, 11 billion dollars at the live? Uh, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, so. I was like, you know, I, so I just wanted to go and make a, I made like 25 songs. that are like all lo-fi hip-hop-ish. It's all me singing on them. It's all like completely different, not like, like not EDM type of shit. And then when I finally got that out of my system, I did this song. I was with my friend up in Napa and uh, we were kind of locked away just working on music. And I was like, I want to, I, I just want to, I want to make something and put it out within like a week. I don't wanna do this whole bullshit. Like, let's shop it around to labels. and It comes out four years later and you hate it. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's just do it. And we were watching Mandalorian, which I loved it. And I was like, I just started singing this lyrics about like Baby Yoda or whatever. And again, it wasn't about, I mean, a lot of people were like, oh, you're doing like a song. That's like a gimmick. That's fine. People can think that I don't care. But for me, it was about let's get the low hanging fruit of like exactly how I'm feeling I just watched this fucking show. I want to sing about that. Let's use that as a fucking metaphor. Okay, let me put the drums together. Let me put this fucking thing together. Let me sing on it. like. And then we did this thing where like, in two sessions we finished it while we were there. And I was like, let, let, let's let this be like an experiment for us as creative people where we're not going to sit there and get feedback from the homies of like, yeah, dude, turn the bass up. And yeah, maybe th- what, it, like, what it is is what it is. And I want it to be organic and we put it out and it actually is doing really really good with no like label release um
2: well i mean it's your it's your number one song on spotify let's go <laughs> yeah,
3: it is right now yeah <laughs> but but the but the point was it it really got me excited about making music again because it was that feeling of like i'm not sitting here going looking at the charts and going what's sick what's not sick what should i do right again that is the poison right 100% we think that, we think that that's us being like wa- you know you know wa- watching our asses and you know taking care of ourselves like you know make sure that Fuck you know, no. relevant no dude it's it's how you it's how you hurt yourself the most
1: mm-hmm. it's how 100% you hurt yourself
3: the most dude and not even that on, shit like, is yeah sorry no go ahead no and again it's the other thing it's like you you it's it's the biggest downfall for you to sit there and compare yourself and to try to like mm, let's let's hear what's hot it's it it's funny because that is exactly how you get overlooked Mm-hmm. That is the simplest recipe to getting put in the fucking back of the fucking line of relevant shit by trying to be relevant. Mm-hmm. Right. Period. Sorry, what what No, I was just gonna
4: say the same thing is it's just like that's the easiest way to like completely not get noticed and not be a rich because nobody nobody's like, man, like we'll use fisheries as an example, like man, that was a great song. Uh, let's hear the fisher type beat you know our youtube search fisher type beat and you know that's going to be the next thing nobody yeah. it doesn't work people are like oh you know this is cool too but nobody that's never going to be the next thing the, the next happening. thing is always something completely new yeah, and I, completely I irrelevant to what's happening right now
3: i don't know why artists why artists don't think like music listeners mm-hmm. I, I don't know why a lot of people they like don't they they suddenly like forget that they also are enjoyers, and purveyors of interesting new music. And exactly, mm-hmm. it's not like that. Oh, I heard a Drake song, <laughs> songs songs that sound like Drake. Oh, <laughs> amazing! You know, and let's fill up the playlists. Like it doesn't. It's it's just like when you know this is the other thing that I always joke about on my on my to my Twitch kids. I'm like, dude, nobody in the history of mankind went onto Instagram and was like scroll scroll where's uh the looking for edm dj's uh, looking for the calendar of edm dj's next fucking remix when when it's dropping you know what i'm saying like when someone does like a post with the fucking album out artwork and they're like up and coming nobody goes on instagram to look for your when is your song dropping posts
1: right Right.
3: dude what it is at this point it's like when you're sitting in the parking lot of a show and somebody comes and puts a flyer in Nobody sits there there and goes, Oh, thank God I found this flyer. Now I know where fucking Beyond Wonderland is. You, if you, either you already knew that event was going to happen. You you know what I mean? No new people were converted by that shit being put into their face. Right. It's the same thing. For you to like listen to a song that's popular and go, I'm going to, I'm going to pull one, I'm going to pull one over on these fucking dumbasses on these fucking (laughs) music listeners. They're never going to know that I'm not Fisher. They're never going to know. Yeah. (laughs) They're never going to know. They're going to be like listening. I'm going to trap them. Next thing you know, they're going to be liking my shit. (laughs) That's
1: not how it works.
3: (laughs) That's why I always tell them, like, I'm not going to give you advice of like, oh, tune the fucking snare to A sharp. Make dumber, weirder shit on purpose. Mm -hmm. And that to me with this Baby Yoda song was me trying to go, yes it's gonna have flaws and imperfections just fucking put it out because it felt good making it in the moment and that felt that was the best thing for me and now like so much of the other music that i'm making right now that's kind of leading back towards like the more goshfather kind of disco funky type of shit it's all gonna be me singing on it i'm singing on this baby yoda song too um it's just all me saying fuck you to the the stuff that i was really like almost hurting myself over trying to make before yeah. you know oh spin records wants this kind of song like That's a rat race that never ends, dude. Because (laughs) Spin It Records will want this kind of song until Fisher comes along, and you spent four months trying to make a fucking Chami song, and now everybody wants Fisher. You you see, like- Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a one-way ticket into fucking despair and resentment to your creative process. Mm -hmm. Just do fucking dumb shit. Do weird shit on purpose, please. Hell yeah. Out there.
0: Sir, tell us where people can find you on social media and where they can find you on Twitch
3: goshfather tv on twitch goshfather on instagram those are, that's where i've uh I've, i'm the most active i have a goshfather discord which you can find through all those uh but yeah my twitch community is becoming no it is it's very very uh it's very special to me because it's again you know i have whatever i have what 4,000 whatever something followers on uh, instagram honestly instagram at this point is like it's like friends and family and like industry friends that I like keep in contact with and see what they're up to. Like there's no growth on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, you're throttled to hell. Um, so with Twitch, I feel like it's the early SoundCloud days again. Mm-hmm. So you meet those mm-hmm. new people and make that connection with them. Hey, what do you do? And these people stay for three hours and fucking watch me babble on and talk about this shit. Like if somebody does that for you in any situation and you reply with them, Thanks. They're gone, dude. Yeah. They do not, they, that's not how this transaction works. So, Twitch, I, yeah. TV on Twitch teaching me fucking incredible lessons, man, about how all this shit works. So, catch me on Twitch is the bottom line. We love it.
0: Goshfather, thank you. Man, thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you, Great Thank you for fucking joining. Legend, us. man. I appreciate you. Love you, buddy. Love DJing with you. Love the times we've had in LA. Uh Lauren Bacon says hello, our oh mutual friend.
3: Hello, Lauren Bacon. What's good, dude? Yeah,
0: she commented today. She said, All of my friends know each other. I always forget this. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for joining awesome. us, Lauren. You're listening. Hello. Um We, we gotta have you back. That's yeah. it.
3: I would love to, man. Yeah.
0: That's it. Usually I have some sort of funny little lingo. Hey, come check this guy. Just Go follow Goshfather Father. for real. For real. Go,
2: go follow him. Go find his remixes. Go find his original stuff. Oh, yeah. If you're a new DJ, go check out his Twitch because he yeah. has so many dope new producers out there that, like, yo, your new DJ, man, fuck up your sound, man. Get out of the mainstream stuff and find these. Make mistakes. These new, make mistakes make yeah. Mistakes. Find these new producers, man, that are making these hot tracks, man. And He's listening that, to you. some dope producers out there, man. So. That's it. Go check it out. I appreciate. All right, gentlemen.
0: Name. Thank you so much, Victor, for joining us. Go follow Goshfather on all socials, uh, stream, like, follow. Stream yeah. Baby Yoda. Add it to your playlist. Baby baby Yoda. Yoda. BB Yoda. BB Y-O-D-A. Yoda. Yoda. Like,
2: like BB BB BB8 and Yoda. Baby, baby got together <laughs> and made <laughs> and Baby Yoda for and Mandalorian. Know. Yeah, down.
0: exactly. Uh, we will be back next week with another surprise guest. Uh Maybe I don't Victor. even know who it is. Maybe Victor again. Hey. <laughs> yeah,
1: me, but the screen uh, is upside down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> High production uh, value.
0: <laughs> it is 1:19 a.m. in Chicago. I have oh, to nobody
4: knows that time right. is relevant, bro. Let's back go back to
0: Portland. Pack it up, it's a bro. human
4: construct, bro. It doesn't mean oh anything. God. Time isn't real. It's not <laughs> real, man. It's not real. Peace, guys. Peace, y'all.